At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you want to support the show, visit us at patreon.com. And for as little as $1 a month, you can become a patron. Or you can buy cool Lorehammer products like shirts, coffee mugs, and dice bags at www.redbubble.com. Don't want to spend any money? Well, you can help out the show by giving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also hop on over to Facebook and like our page. And feel free to send us a message. It's the only enjoyment Mark gets out of his miserable life. Hello and welcome back to Lorehammer. My name is Eric. Hey, I'm family-friendly Mark. Nope. Yep. Never. Oh. Never once. <laughs> uh, never once have we actually been family friendly. You no, but me. Family <laughs> no. friendly Mark is always family friendly. Never once. Uh, joining us today is Tim. Thank you for having me back. Uh, yeah, you didn't screw up that bad in the last episode, so <laughs> it was okay to invite you back. I'm back from another failed crusade, but um, <laughs> I'm calling this one a victory. Oh, so he's armless. <laughs> that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking me. Uh, and then Jordan. Howdy. How you doing, brother? I'm good. I'm back. Back I, from fatherhood. I, yeah. I grew some kids. <laughs> grew some kids. They're out of the house now. Yeah. You can join us again. <laughs> exactly. Finally. Yeah. yeah. Stop being such a drain on you. And... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, before we get into this uh, second portion of our Black Crusade... Uh, finishing off what mm-hmm. Abaddon started all those millennia ago. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, let's talk about our Patreon, which oh. it, which will be hereby referred to as the Imperial Tithe. Oh, and if you don't Art pay your tithe, you know what happens. You know you what know happens. happens. The Mormon Church comes for you and <laughs> takes it forcefully. <laughs> you got to give ten percent of your income. <laughs> That's to right. And we're, Mormonism or Lorehammer. Your gonna, choice. We're gonna look at your income statements. <laughs> yeah. So up to you who you give it to. Yeah. But it's tax deductible, right? <laughs> Lorehammer uh, donations. You Wait, know what? You'd be surprised. It actually is not. We're not a charity. <laughs> Wait. Do you guys have like? beautiful women as your missionaries we absolutely do not oh, oh. <laughs> dang this, just, is, this isn't a great deal those are just either. demons jordan oh, okay. <laughs> you, you see what you want to see i guess I uh but yeah we have a lot so i'm just gonna read all our new patrons out uh so we have shane 
Kent, Michael, Poliqueg, Ian, Brian, Zrin, Ursatz, Maxim, Andrew, Emil, Sindarin, Corbin, Oceanfire, Lewis, Bobby G, and the Three Great Unclean, mm, Hugo, yeah. Thomas, the Shamrock Shake, mm-hmm. Monomolecular <laughs> is Bullshit, mm-hmm. Rob, Andrew, Stains by Kings by GFTG, of course, Hobby Venturous, John, Mike, FK Minister, and Carotini. Sweet. Thank you, everyone. Thank yeah, you so much. Thanks for contributing. Yeah. Honestly, like a bunch of these people, too, are doing like some big donations, like 10 bucks a month. And That's it, big, big money. It goes a long ways, man. It, we really appreciate it. So, uh, yeah. yeah, if you want to get involved, check out our Patreon. Um, we're like right on the verge of being able to turn this kind of into like an actual kind of career, which means more content. But in order yeah. to do that, we need to get you guys to you know, yeah. fund us. Otherwise, and we're going to have to get a bunch of stupid ads. Yeah, this is better than ads. And yeah. Enough money, Mark will march against the gates of Games Workshop. I will. And he'll I'll even take off. do it for free. He's gonna yeah. He'll even take right. off his clothes in front of this camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll, well, we I'll won't, do what it needs We won't to be show done. it, but it, it'll be done. <laughs> it's just a little guy. You wouldn't be able to see it anyways. We wouldn't even have to use a blur effect. We're going <laughs> to... Oh. His self-blurring technology. <laughs> his, his Family friendly, so... <laughs> his nether region mm. suffers from the same temporal anomaly, anomaly, anomaly. as Bigfoot. Oh, yes. <laughs> you just can't get a solid picture of yeah. it. <laughs> uh, okay. But yeah, thanks for all the patrons. Thank uh, you, guys. Please help us out. Join it. Even if everyone just gives $1, it makes such a huge difference. It so. makes a big difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, the next thing on our list is Star Wars. Oh. So this is the first time you've been on. This is the first time you've been back on since you started Star Wars. On a main episode, yeah. He's yeah, been I've been on a couple episodes, but yeah, yeah. we. Uh, um, Christian, the guy who will never be back on this podcast, mm-hmm. uh, with good reason. Yeah, yeah, because he went off and started his own podcast. Yeah, yeah. Now <laughs> we actually have a reason to get rid of him. Yeah, uh, and I have started um, the blasphemous. Uh, world uh, podcast for a star wars podcast uh and it's called aptly named star lores <laughs> the star lores podcast you can find it uh anywhere you listen to podcasts um so even if you guys aren't fans of star wars and you're fans of us go rate and review the show yeah yeah, yeah. Give it's it a very listen. cool I, yeah what yeah. i like about it it's a very different vibe like you guys actually like produce it put sound effect so like the couple episodes i listened to it was yeah. like you had a very scripted first half, and then yeah. you had a more conversation at the end. So you get the best of both worlds of mm. rambling idiots and also like a very like produced, high quality thing on like totally. Lorehammer. Yeah, you it, can really tell you've put time into it <laughs> as opposed to just an effort, yeah, yeah. planning. Yeah. The real question is, will Christian be back on that podcast? Uh, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> that will you be the last time. Some, uh, host changes <laughs> failed you for the last time. Yeah, no, no, it's kind of cool. It's kind of a just experimenting uh with doing a bit of a different format like you said it's more scripted um uh maybe like more production is put into it uh it takes a long time so we're only doing we're doing it in like seasons as opposed to like 
a very regular release date. We're doing 12 episode seasons and then okay. we're taking a break to produce our next batch of episodes. Yeah. Um, because it, it it's it takes a lot of hours to make the episodes that we're making, so yeah. it won't be as like the same consistency. But if you subscribe, you know it'll pop up again when you yeah. when the new season comes out. But we're mm-hmm. just about done our first season, so oh, the, nice. the last episode comes out tomorrow. Cool, very cool. So, Sweet. Uh, yeah, so go check that yeah. out. Star Lords podcast. The, the Star Lords podcast. Yeah, yeah. All, we're on social media. Yeah. Any platform you listen, uh, you can find us. Cool, yeah. cool. Yep. Yeah. Will I have it beyond that no. one? Uh, Son of a bitch! No. <laughs> no, no, no. You're not allowed. <laughs> hmm. Fine. I'm just going to go start my own podcast called Lore of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> huh? What are you going to do about that? Did you, talk, right. to Did you talk to Christian about that? Christian's been trying to make me do stuff for years. I'm going to start my own called The Lore of Time. <laughs> <laughs> that one doesn't really work. Well, at least Tim can be with me still on the Lore yeah. of the Rings. I'll get Peter yeah, online for The Wheel of Time. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Good. We're all fishing it's from the same just, pond here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna take mine. And, uh, <laughs> You're gearing up. You're getting ready. <laughs> I'm getting ready. <laughs> <laughs> Fired up now. All right, we're almost into the main content. Almost. Okay. We got one, one more, more thing. Yeah. Um, on our last episode, we talked about the Liber Malleus project, and basically, we're building an entire company of space marines. Uh, so. A couple days ago, we opened up the first campaign, which included 40 Space Marines. And uh, I think we're up to like 30 sold out now. Wow. That's pretty so, sweet. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, get on it. Like this episode will be coming out in a couple days. So they might be sold out by the time you listen to it. But uh, go hop on, check it out, get involved. Um, I tried to keep the prices as low as possible. But at the same time, think of it as a way to also help Lorehammer and not just like as you're just buying this think of it as you're also helping up the Lorehammer content by providing mm-hmm. us money to do more they're things. joining mm-hmm. history becoming canon mm-hmm. in the 40k universe <laughs> yes how so, come a rhino driver i was looking at the sheet and yeah why would a rhino driver be like valued more than a, a sergeant or other people? oh yeah just so the way i did all the pricings is like i Oh, because the, the model base. is like more yeah. okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got Tanks it cost yeah. more <laughs> But the the perk of getting a tank is you get a tank true, yeah. and two pilots, yeah. a pilot and a gunner, so you can write three backstories for it. So yeah, get involved, go check that out. Um, I'm super excited. I think I'm gonna go buy a bunch of models today here, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be sweet. Sweet, yeah, it'll be good. I think we're ready to move on with our lives. All right, are we? Let's uh, pitter patter. Let's get at her. So this episode is all about. Uh, Finishing off Abaddon's Black Crusades. His, uh, we did 1 to 11 last episode. Yeah. And today we're going to finish off with 12th and 13th. Uh, if you haven't listened to that previous episode, if you're starting right now, definitely go back. <clears throat> it's essential. Yeah, go listen to those. <laughs> if for some reason you still are going to not listen to that sage advice, we God can't help you. We can't <laughs> control. We, we can't save your soul. No. At that point, it's, it's, it's beyond redemption. Mm-hmm. Um, but just in case, we're going to do a quick recap of the um, previous Black Crusades. Previously on the Black Crusades, Abaddon was Horus's right man. Af- right hand. Right man. man. It was the right man for the job. It was his right hand Which man. Which he was, yeah. After the heresy and Horus's death, Abaddon consolidated power and vowed vengeance on the Imperium. 
He is the war master of chaos. Mm. The Black Crusades were real space invasions led by Abaddon, and the majority of which were extremely successful. Yeah, so I we're going to... there was only one that was like, well, okay, two, yeah. maybe two. Two max yeah. that he mm-hmm. did not, like, very obviously achieve his objective. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, Whether the Imperium was aware of it is a different story. Well, everything but, is an Imperium victory. Uh, yes, yes. Right now, of course. Naturally. We only lost 10 trillion soldiers this yeah. day. <laughs> Abaddon only turned 30 planets into we dead planets. We had 30 trillion souls, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, victory. So, through the course of his crusades, Abaddon solidified himself as the war master of chaos by acquiring uh, Drachnian... He gained the favor of all four chaos gods while still maintaining his independence, in air quotes. That's a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. He set fire to segmentums and systems around the Eye of Terror, uh, claimed many artifacts and destroyed many holy sites and ancient relics. And all of this was part of his 10,000-year long war to bring about the end of the Imperium, completing what had begun all those millennia ago. Hmm. So, that was basically the summary of the 1st to the 11th. So, let's hop into the 12th Black Crusade, the Gothic War. So, Mm. 1,800 years after Abaddon's waylaid 11th Black Crusade, because on that one, he ended up binding a demon to his (laughs) A a demon who would then go insane. (laughs) And instead of plotting a safe course out of the Eye of Terror, Uh which was his plan... Uh, it scattered the entire Eleventh Crusade across the galaxy. That'll happen. Yeah. So that was one of the, his like fails. That but was at one the of the end fails. of the day. Like it wasn't really a failure. Like sure, he yeah. still fucked up some planets. Like yeah, messed with yeah. some orcs and stuff. Yeah. So eighteen hundred years after he launches the Gothic War, his Eleventh mm. Black Crusade. There had been a build up to this crusade with increased frequency of raids from the Eye of Terror, and the formation of chaotic cults springing up through the sector. The culmination of this activity was the warp storm that engulfed the entire Gothic Gothic sector and signaled uh, to Abaddon that the time was ripe. In M41143, the Gothic War began. Yes. Yeah, so this entire sector gets blocked off by warp storms. Hmm. And then he's like, without them being able to get reinforcements, now's the time to strike. Yeah. The perfect time to strike. The perfect time. He knows. <laughs> Yeah, so it uh, started with Chaos Forces uh, raiding Imperial naval bases, uh, Forge Worlds, other Imperial assets, and they used the cover of the Warp Storms to their advantage. Because of this interference, the Imperium presence in the Gothic Center could not call for reinforcements and even had little to no warning of the coming army. Many Imperial outposts and orbital stations were lost in this initial attack. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh the only one planet could claim any sort of victory in this brutal onslaught, Orar. Having just put down one of the many rebellions plaguing the sector, they were already on high alert and so were able to adequately defend themselves and even destroy nearly all of their chaos attackers. They also had like an entire chapter on that <coughs> planet too, so that, that always helps. Always help. helps yeah. having space marines. Mm. <laughs> Do you think that because like so much time has passes sometimes in between crusades that people just forget that well, we were talking about that yeah. like, like how are they not all on high alert if you live around like the eye of terror but then after 2,000 years you're yeah. kind of like are they ever coming back 
Right. Well, like, that's hmm. hundred like, years. Imagine, you're still on high alert. Yeah, imagine the the yeah. last person <laughs> to have seen like lived through one of these crusades mm-hmm. was at the year zero, right? For us, like, mm-hmm. we would. It's myth, right? What did it really happen? Right. Was it as bad as you say? Yeah, yeah, you know, we haven't seen them in so long. Obviously, they've disappeared and all died out. But yeah. that's just nope. Yeah, <laughs> e- even like space marines aren't around still. Like even yeah, all there's no wow, single space. space marine from the 11th that is alive during oh. the 12th. Yeah, so yeah. even yeah. like the only people that might be alive is you might get the odd dreadnought that mm. might still mm. be kicking about, but even that would be pretty fucking rare. It'd be insane. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> so wow. yeah, so that's why they went all just beyond high alert because it's like eventually you know. Hmm. Yeah, eventually it just fades yeah. right, and like what happened. Like even the memory of World War One for for like us is uh, fading. I will never forget World War One. <laughs> I'm just saying, like you were right there in the trenches. <laughs> yeah, isn't there only like a couple people who are still alive that I even so. lived through it? Yeah, yeah. and then imagine. I, mean, I don't even know. Like they're saying that all the World War Two vets are, are dying they? now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so there would still be a couple from World War One. Yeah, yeah, but they got to be like a hundred. Like, yeah. yeah, just imagine another seventeen. Hundred years in the future, <laughs> like how are we really yeah. going to remember that? True. So yeah, yeah. it's just kind of crazy hmm. how much time. time. Time always fucks with me with forty k. Every time I read any number, mm. just so like, what do the people actually think? Like to them, this isn't the twelfth Black Crusade. This is just war. Sure, <laughs> right? Like they don't know. Mm. Uh, even though the crusade was spread throughout the entire Gothic sector. It soon became obvious that forge worlds holding ancient blackstone fortresses were the real targets. The first to be captured was within the Rebo system, and it was captured after its power mysteriously shut down. Hmm. Hmm. I like the whole setup in the in this twelfth crusade because it's very like it's like a horror movie. Like the lights start to flicker, mm. you know, you start to hear noises, but like on a galactic drums, scale drums you know like like <laughs> i imagine you're at like a comm station and then like you know you're hearing jordan talk and then suddenly you hear him scream on did the you, other end and then like you and ever, then you're in another station and then that goes out and it's like very you know there's like there's an encroaching evil did you ever listen to the sat echo of satellite 66b oh yeah that was called co- yeah it was the cold open story i, I didn't know no it's good yeah, it's, it's good. It's very yeah. good. Yeah. It, out of all of them, it's probably the, my favorite one that he's done. Yeah. But it's very horror-esque. Yeah, oh, cool. Yeah. Like, alone in space vibe. <laughs> it's very well done, yeah. yeah. Nice. But it, it's, it gives Similar. me the feeling that you're talking about. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Ominous. How long did it take him to make that? I, that was, like, one of his first Two, ones. Three hours tops. Yeah, I that think. one was very quick. That's it? 20 yeah. minutes, maybe. <laughs> There's not nearly as much in, all, in that one as there is in all his other oh, ones. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Okay. <laughs> Little side note. <laughs> uh, an even greater blow to the Imperium's morale than losing a Blackstone Fortress was the destruction of Savan. Savavan. 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 A cardinal world. It was there that Abaddon revealed a new weapon of terrifying proportions. Yes. He had previously found half a half-constructed vessel within an ancient shipyard in the Eye of Terror over 2,000 years before, during the aftermath of his 10th Black Crusade. Yeah. It wasn't a Death Star, was it? You know what? <laughs> it might not look like a Death Star, but it does the same thing oh, as okay. a Death Star. Yeah. <laughs> I love that, though. Like, there's just some ancient shipyard 
floating around in the Eye of Terror. And that just shows how big the Eye of Terror is. Like, yeah. oh, it's where massive. did this shipyard come from? <laughs> yeah. Who, who, who half built, built this? <laughs> of course it's half built. You know, like any planet-killing weapon. Yeah. <laughs> Fully functional and operational battle station. This is yes. your second out of 40k universe quote. Please um, stop encroaching on no, that was Abaddon, Lord of the Rings right? on <laughs> Star Lord's territory. Otherwise, there will be lawsuits. Copyrighted territory. Mm-hmm. Cease and desist. Cease and desist. You can stick to lore of the wheel or lore of time or whatever nonsense. It doesn't work. Game of lore. <laughs> yeah. So this uh, this ship he found was dubbed the Planet Killer. This warship and its main gun, Armageddon, was able to annihilate a planet completely. And so the death of 14 billion Imperial citizens took a heavy toll on the Imperium when the other Imperial worlds heard of the devastation, the destruction caused by the planet killer. They chose to surrender themselves to the force of the chaos instead of being destroyed. So apparently it's like a big deal to actually completely destroy a planet. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it, while Exterminatus itself is known of and i would say even well known among the imperial navy well known but still rare to yes. actually happen yeah like but how many of them can actually like blast down to the core exactly. and completely like, like pull apart exterminatus is much more about scouring the yeah. surface of the planet yeah and turning it into a dead world as opposed to turning it into an asteroid belt yeah yeah exactly. right so something with the actual ability to break a planet apart yeah. is a uh, uh according to like the literature we read it's extremely devastating yeah you know? yeah yeah, much yeah, scarier. Most, most are yeah, like they they either virus bomb it and it just eats all life, or they just crack the planet's surface and then it yeah. turns into like a volcanic wasteland. Wasteland, yeah. but with know? enough preparedness, you could yeah. conceivably say that an exterminatus is livable through. Are, sure, is sure. Yeah, are you gonna do it? No, never. Is a space marine chapter conceivably gonna survive yeah. through an exterminatus? Maybe a couple of them. Yeah, right. But mm. like, you cannot survive. The planet uh, killer. The planet killer. That's and like Armageddon. the yeah, and Armageddon. <laughs> Gun. Yeah, I love. <laughs> I always just love like somebody had to clearly ask Abaddon what he wanted to call this ship. He's <laughs> like, name it the planet killer, for it kills planets. <laughs> What's its gun called? It brings the end of worlds. It will be called Armageddon. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. So obviously, Imperial bad citizens hearing about this, yeah. twelve billion souls die, and lots of planets just surrender instead of meeting the fate. Yeah. So it's interesting. Like there are many planets that didn't even require them to take. Right. Like chaos mm. forces are already spread thin, and it's like there's no resistance on planets, so they just go in, do what they need to, and then just leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So further troubles that the Imperium faced at this time uh, were raids from Eldar Corsairs, random attacks from Orc Pirates or Free Buddhas, as well as the rise of human pirates within the sector. Mm. So everyone is just kind of taking advantage of the yeah. chaos that's happening. Yeah. happening. Mm-hmm. And the one thing to remember, too, still is the whole sector is blocked off by warp, warp storms. storms. So yeah. everyone's mm-hmm. like, now's the time. Like, we know they can't deal with all of us. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's carve out a little piece yeah. of our own piece of space. Yeah, because yeah. with warp yeah. storms too, this could be reality for them for the next eighty thousand years. They have no idea. Warp storms sometimes fade, or they last for. Or like they're the eye of terror, and they last forever. <laughs> yeah, so mm-hmm. like this. Yeah, so they're all just kind of trapped in this like space of area. Yeah. So while that's bad, uh, <laughs> just when the Imperium <laughs> thought it could get any worse, Abaddon captured another Blackstone fortress. 
at the Adeptus Mechanicus facility within the Lucatar system. Once this ship was within his grasp, he turned his uh, attention to Phalaris II, where his third Blackstone Fortress awaited him. Yeah. In the galaxy, how many Blackstone Fortresses are there? There's like six. Only six? Yeah. Only six that they've found. Six known. There could be more. There could, there be, could more. be more. Yeah. Okay. I don't think there are, though. And you'll see why at the yeah, end of this episode. I can agree with that. Yeah. Um, so he goes, he, he's looking at Phalaris too. So Abaddon brought his two Blackstone Fortresses, and when they had linked their energies between them, he fired a beam of pure immaterium upon the planet. This shaft of warp energy scoured the planet of all life. With no one alive to contest him, Abaddon claimed his third Blackstone Fortress. Hmm crazy yeah so these are just blackstone fortresses are crazy things um there's a lot of lore on them we're there's gonna... so much especially with the introduction of their game the oh. blackstone fortress mm. so we're we can't get into everything that blackstone is in this episode yeah mm. but we do know a couple of things that abaddon was able to master yeah and uh you know harness the hidden potential that even the imperium wasn't aware so yeah. the imperium nope. held admec these... imperium eldar yeah. necron like there's these things have changed hands many times over their life because they've existed forever. I think their date was uh, 60,000 to 300,000 potential years, years yeah. old. Yeah. yeah. But so, no one's been able to, like, exactly. No one's been able to use and... them the way that Abaddon did. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. <laughs> so, um, so here's the things that we know yeah. about Blackstone Fortresses. So, yeah, they were created by unknown Xenos, a race long since dead. And while much is known, even the most even more is speculated. There are a couple key features. Um, so they are massive spacecraft, often used as battle stations for entire fleets to dock on. Yeah. So like that, people will find these and then they start like building on their own weapon emplacements and like adding stuff to it, and then yeah, turn it into like their own shipyard. So that's what the hmm. Imperium was doing it, using them for, hmm. just docking ports, shipyards, and defense stations. Yeah. Because they Which were just is kind of funny because they're so anti-Xenos tech, and then it is a little giant Xenos. Yeah battle station that... but it's not confirmed it's xenos you know they can get away <laughs> with it but it might be xenos we don't know yeah <laughs> but yeah very Maybe. true very true their morals are very convenient their beliefs <laughs> yeah. sometimes uh those uh drones that come in the black fortress uh, oh, sorry yeah. blackstone fortress box set are those drones like on the fortress or? yeah yeah they're like it's defenders and okay. stuff. those uh sentinel drones i think they're called so they live spindle drones on the fortress yeah yeah well yeah. interesting hmm. um but Random. like when the imperium got the fortress they they cleared eradicate them out. yeah, yeah. Hmm. um so these fortresses are able to fire blasts of pure warp energy which hmm. uh the power of can be increased by linking multiple fortresses together and they just make like a converging beam yeah once they do fire this beam they require a certain amount of time to recharge before they can fire it again yeah unknown exactly what that time frame is but enough that they are um in, it's a one once per battle type thing yeah like, and like mm-hmm. when once after they fire it they're kind of like yeah. and then they're like oh shit like protect these because yeah. they're indefensible like yeah. Yeah. yeah so this feature abaddon was actually the one who discovered it yeah so uh, blackstone fortresses require them to be activated so in their inactive state they're kind of just like a floating spaceport hmm. you know but then once you activate them then they like open up. They reveal this like warp firing beam gun. Yeah, and yeah, it is. Wow. Yeah, it, it fires 
pure warp energy is what it says. And like, yeah. can any other weapon fire pure warp? Nothing. No. Nothing has people ever used warp energy, but yeah. can actually use immaterium directly as like a. Yeah, it's supposed to be very unique. This thing, yeah. it, it, it surpasses void shields. This weapon, yeah. which is nothing, goes through void shields. Yeah, there, I, there are other things that like harness warp energy, like uh, Warlord Titans, Psy Titans. They have a psychic pilot who like harnesses his psychic energy through a gun, but it's still like. It's a little different yeah. than like even pure like psi war- cannons and silencer yeah, weapons that exactly. Grey Knights use. Like there's lots of like things that harness war energy. Yeah, but, but to fire a beam of warp energy. Yeah, like a direct like yeah. actual. Yeah, a lot yeah. of those things are just like warp sensitive. Like there's still like charges and lasers and bolts or whatever, mm-hmm. and they're just like charged with warp energy. Where this is just like a shaft. Wow. Yeah, of warp energy. Yeah. Crazy. So the other crazy thing about these is they are actually capable of warp travel. Even though they do not use any propulsion system to any of the other known races. Yeah. Like so just... no one can figure out how they move because they've never moved yeah. before Abaddon because they were all just stationary yeah. stations. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. So <laughs> Abaddon's seen the potential. He figured out the mystery and he's now captured three of these. Three of these devastating weapons. Yeah. Hmm. So within one short year of the start of this uh, 12th Black Crusade, Abaddon's lightning strikes saw the entire Gothic sector ravaged by war. Under assault from his chaos raids, the threat of the planet killer, <laughs> assaulted by Eldar Corsairs, Orc Pirates, and Human Pirates, and now the Blackstone Fortresses. Crazy. So it's a bad time. time. <laughs> no reinforcements. No reinforcements, yeah. <laughs> if chaos had been free to fight their war against the Imperium, that could call for no reinforcements, this crusade would have been swift and terrible. This is evidenced by the fact that in uh, 147 M41, so four, four years, years after, after it began, the entire Lacides subsector was under chaos control. Yeah, it, it helped that all these planets, like probably 90% of these planets, are just surrendering. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. no one wants to deal with the planet killer. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then Blackstone Fortresses. Exactly, and- <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, they can actually leave the planet intact and just kill all life on the planet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. But the orcs were growing in number, as they are one to do. Well, when there's so much fighting to be yeah. had, you know. They um, can't avoid a good party. <laughs> <laughs> and they began to threaten chaos fleets, forcing them to ignore their Imperium targets for a time. This temporary uh, respite allowed the Imperium forces to focus their attention on the Eldar and human pirates. And yeah. at the attack on Pirate's Haven, Fleet Admiral Mordark, 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 yeah, dealt such a blow to the pirates as to allow Lord Admiral Ravensburg to focus completely on the chaos threat. Yeah. So we haven't mentioned yet, uh, but Lord Admiral Ravensburg is responsible for the entire Gothic sector. Yeah. Which is huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And up until this point, he's kind of just been running around trying to salvage whatever he can, <laughs> yeah. but it's the chaos fleets to spread out. Um, he can't call for reinforcements. There's too much warp interference, and they're beset on all sides. Like, he was, he had no. Chance. You can only do so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, orcs get in the way, start fighting chaos. Ravensburg is allowed to actually go deal with some of the pirates, deal with some of these threats. Yeah. He knocks out, like, the biggest pirate threats, and then he's like, okay, now I feel comfortable, I got enough breathing room, now I can focus on chaos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, the overall chaos fleet was much, much larger than the Imperial fleet. Uh, however... It was spread across 
spread across. It was spread out across the sector. Yeah. Uh, so this allowed Lord Admiral Ravensburg to consolidate his army into one massive fleet capable of crushing any small resistance they would uh, engage yeah. but with the chaos fleets. Yeah. Mm. So this he he kind of he's pulling away defenses from everything else and saying, "Look, I can't engage you on every single front." So he's yeah. like, "I I got to give up some stuff in mm. order to be able to crush whatever it is I meet." Yeah. And, and hopefully the- he like gets enough big targets that the rest of chaos just scatters. Yeah. Because yeah. they are known to do that like yeah. Cut off the head and everything falls apart with chaos. Mm-hmm. It's a scary thing when even the Imperium's like, huh, we're outnumbered. We, we don't have enough men. It's not a good the thing. The one thing we're known for. Yeah. yeah. I guess at uh, 240K, like, the fleet size would make the difference too. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, especially How many when ships it's... can you bring to bear? Yeah. Right? What kind of guns are we talking? Like, you could have a million small guns, but if you can't overload a void shield, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and especially when it's a Chaos versus Imperium fight where they're, they're using the exact same technology. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe Chaos have a little warp amplified abilities and stuff but, on their ships, yeah. but mm-hmm. they're still firing, like, their Cyclone torpedoes. They're still using mm-hmm. their Lance batteries or laser batteries or whatever they call Macro them. Macro cannons that yeah. they have. So it's still, like, yeah. in a one-on-one, they're pretty much going to be matched, so... Yeah. yeah. In the Talon of Horus, they're talking about, like, how valuable... Uh, fleet ships are and like so valuable that they would rather just have the two like warband leaders duke it out and one of them die and then then the winner will just take control of the ship because oh, there's like for how many ship. slaves are on the ship and how many people it takes to run a ship it's just yeah. like it's no point in even destroying it you might as well just like settle you know your settle your differences <laughs> and then hand it over you know like Still life's winner. not going to be any more better with the other guy so but they're just incredibly valuable hmm. yeah yeah that's cool. Yeah. So um, when, like, during the Gothic or this war, like, when one ship goes, it's just like it's crazy. A blow. It's a yeah. huge blow. Yeah. 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 So if you have five ships and you see twenty jump into your sick sector, yeah, yeah you're, you're like, you're, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, Jenny. <laughs> so Ravensburg cleansing of the Gothic system came to a head when he finally engaged, engaged Abaddon's forces on the fringes of the Gethsemane system. With the Imperium fleet far flung, far outgunning the Chaos fleet, Abaddon called a tactical withdrawal. Yeah, so this is like he consolidated everything, he's cleaning up, and he finally reaches like a decent sized Chaos force. Yeah. And Abaddon's like, don't engage, it's way too big, just <laughs> run away. Yeah. Uh, but seeing an opportunity, the Eldar Corsairs struck the Chaos fleet from the rear, trapping them in between. Uh, the Imperium fleet and themselves. Yeah. So the Chaos fleet is completely destroyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at, it's at this point that, like, the tides of fate change. You know, not only is this the first major victory for Lord Admiral Ravensburg and the Imperial Navy, but the warp storms actually begin to slow down and abate. Uh, and neighboring systems can finally reinforce, like, the beleaguered Imperial fleets, yeah. right? Like, they're so desperate. And finally, that's calm enough for them to jump into systems do you think the sector the imperial fleet would try to go through the warp storm during like this conflict just to to aid them or are they gonna wait like because that would be nuts i always assume that like if 
if you want need to like someone jumps and they're like shit that ship didn't make it these warp storms must be crazy like i always assume that's how it happens like yeah. you want to find out how crazy the warp storms really are yeah jump in and find out right? like, try and make it right? yeah and like the warp i feel like that's tactically their biggest their best strategy is using the warp storms basically to yeah to isolate the yeah. Imperium so they can't bring their full bear yeah, and without those, it's like, what What do they really have? Not yeah. much, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They, so uh, just on the topic of jumping through, like, we know that the Imperium does <clears throat> send ships into the Eye of Terror directly to, like, mm-hmm. scout out and see what's happening. So chances are good they're also going to be jumping through, trying yeah. to get places and, hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So with the arrival, so the reinforcements that uh, the Gothic Sector actually received were Adeptus Astartes, was like a large portion of their reinforcements. Uh, And the alliance, so with the arrival of the Adeptus Astartes and the alliance of convenience with the Eldar forces, the Imperium could finally go on the offensive. And there's no mention of like a war council between the Imperium and Eldar. It was more just like, Eldar like shit like we should probably also kill chaos yeah because up until that point they still were trapped in this sector yeah the Eldar can't leave either (laughs) right like yeah Yeah. so yeah they're just like well you know it's better to fight chaos than the Imperium I guess Mm -hmm. but Uh, then all the yeah yeah warp storm stop so Abaddon frustrated with this defeat and unwilling to surrender his hard-fought victory dealt an astonishing blow to the Imperium with his three Blackstone fortresses in tow he made his way to the Tyrannitus system on the edge of the Gothic sector. It was a staging ground for Imperial reinforcements and therefore heavily guarded and tactically important. Yeah, it's apparently where a lot of the reinforcements from outside the Gothic sector actually come through. They all make a stop in the Tyrannitus system before they come into the Gothic sector. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Just a stable webway or... Stable, stable warp. warp yeah, maybe. Yeah. maybe. That, that's my guess anyway. Uh, yeah. yeah. So he fires upon the Tarantus star itself with the black stones <laughs> and then just pieces out, just yeets away, you know. <laughs> uh-huh. For a full month, the star rages, spilling radiation and death across millions and, bi- millions and billions of miles. At the end of the four weeks, the star goes supernova and it mm. engulfed the entire system, destroying it completely. That's how you do it. That's so how you do it. Yeah. Before he's like planet killer. I got a planet killer, and he's like, no, no. I destroy star systems. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why would you go for the planet if you could just go for the star at that yeah. point? So uh, this is special because yeah. it, it used the warp energy to cause the star to go supernova. Yeah. And uh, the first planet he blew up, he didn't have three black stones. He didn't have three. Oh, okay. And like the way the black stones were work is like one might be able to just destroy half a planet two can destroy a planet get stronger. three can destroy a star yeah mm. four can destroy booster racism packs. call it a star killer <laughs> uh so thousands of billions more were added to this death toll it's wow. a lot because it, it's also a very important system right like yeah so it's heavily defended heavily fortified and I, th- I don't think he can really go into this system very much anymore because it's so radiated now hmm. yeah, from the probably. sun. Like maybe, maybe now you can go back in, but like for, for a month, uh, could... definitely for the duration of this <laughs> yeah. battle, like no one could. Yeah, go Yeah, for a month, system. like you couldn't go into it without taking serious radiation 
like and then you didn't want to be around when it went supernova (laughs) no you do not Hmm. so sent reeling by this defeat the imperial and eldar forces were convinced that abaddon would not leave the sector peacefully and had reason to believe that abaddon would attempt to capture the remaining three blackstones so seeing that his new course would lead him straight to schindelgeist uh (laughs) another system (laughs) The Eldar and Imperial fleet used ancient warp gates to arrive there first. I wonder if they mean dolmen gates. Um, or webway. I don't know. It doesn't, th- doesn't There specify. are actual, like, warp gates. Like, yeah, yeah like, there's the, the, the Chthonia. There's, like, yeah, there's, like, the gates in, um, like, even in our soul system. There's gates. No, like, the, they also have, like, actual, like, uh, built gates. Like, actual, fuck, I wish I remembered what it was called. Dolmen. No. Dolmen gates. Well, yes, those are a thing, but those are like Necron things specifically. Um, keep talking. I'll find it. All right. Gates. Like Eldar constructed gates. Not even That's Eldar what ones. About. No? No. Um, what is going on? Just rifts in space? No, not even rifts. No, he's talking okay. about oh, an Imperium actual... built massive gates. Oh. So, yeah, like, yeah. I'll, I'll pull up an image here. So, they used... Uh, okay, so the Imperial so like forces... Whoa, where it's like cool. actually like something built and like they have... Uh, like here's I like that half moon shape. It's yeah, like... where it's like actually like a built gate. It's like a stargate. It just, yeah, it yeah. just yeah. doesn't look like Imperium. Yeah, it's it's not Imperium. Oh, It's okay. ancient realms, yeah, but that's it's also not Eldar. Um, it's these, like these before are, then. Yeah, this is not like a webway portal. Mm. Hmm. So... Here's some more pictures. You guys want to see some more pictures? There's some more pictures. <laughs> what do you guys think? All right. Okay. Oh, yeah. I love so, that resolution. Thanks, okay. Google. <laughs> the Imperial uh, fleet and Eldar fleet arrives at the Schindelgeist uh, <sighs> system five days before Abaddon. Yeah. And they use this time to set a trap for Abaddon's forces. When the Chaos fleet did arrive, they were outnumbered and caught completely off guard. So this battle would last for three days of heavy fighting and engagements. <laughs> After horrendous casualties, Abaddon finally forced his way through the Imperial block, the Imperial blockade with his Blackstones and once again took aim at the star of the Schindelgeist system. <laughs> Son of a bitch. He's one trick pony. Well, As, he's got two tricks. He's got two. Yeah. He's got Black Crusades and blowing up stars. Yeah. <laughs> As the fortresses powered up to destroy the star, the battlecruiser Flame of Purity was the only Imperial ship close enough to do anything. (laughs) Poor guy. Poor guy. I find this is like a very common Imperial tactic where they'll just ram a ship, which is like a pretty big projectile, you know. Kilometers long. Yeah. Going how fast. Yeah. In um, Talon of Horus, the uh, Psyker, the... Psyker uh, Kalon, he dragged his ship through, I believe they were traveling through the warp, he psychically dragged it and used it as a spear and launched it into um, an emperor's children like super fortress or something. <laughs> Is that one of the Azakarians? That's one of like Abaddon's yeah. like yeah. generals? Yeah, but he like, <laughs> Jeez, it took him months powerful. and he was just like tr- in a trance dragging, dragging <laughs> oh, his geez. ship as a spear and then when they exited it just like shot right into the <laughs> it's not just using it as a big, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah like because even when you look at the way, like uh, they look like they have like boarding prows. On yeah, them, you so. could ram. Yeah, they I have. feel like also in 40k, I feel like there would be a lot of like 
Like possibly ship on ship carnage, you know, like with all of their spiky bits and stuff just <laughs> yeah. ramming into each other. <laughs> for uh-huh. sure. I don't yeah, have any yeah. good pictures of like their proud, You did. But you did. They're very known for it. Yeah. Mm. Like, yeah, you can see like they're they're heavily armored in the front, so they and can, waited but, it to looks ram. Like, yeah. 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 So crazy. Finding its firepower, and we're back talking about the flame of purity. Uh, was useless against the behemoths, <laughs> uh, the Blackstones. Yeah, the Voidcraft instead sacrificed itself by flying into the converging beams of the fortresses. <laughs> so Captain Abradal and the Flame of Purity, while vaporized instantly, <laughs> had expended the energy of the Blackstone fortresses, and it would be some time before they were ready to fire again. Yeah. So they essentially saved that entire system by killing themselves yeah he pulled the can't f- destroy the star now a fin from uh last jedi <laughs> yeah. impossibly flew into the beam which should have i believe vaporized him and, sorry we're sidetracked here um, it's a presence for jordan <laughs> more star wars slowly converting into star wars yeah. right everyone listen to star wars <laughs> yeah, a good visual of the way these guns shoot is a death star where they have the lasers that converge into the point <laughs> So if you fly to that one point, yeah. go check out the Star Wars podcast if you fly it to that point. Yeah. My God. <laughs> so Abaddon's defeat was laid out in front of him now, and he could do nothing more than escape into the warp. So hasty was his retreat uh, that he, he was even forced to leave behind one of the Blackstones. Whether this was intentional on the Warmaster's part or was a, a necessity... Uh, we don't. We don't really know. We can just speculate and guess. Um, and I will. Yeah, well, of course we will. Uh, <laughs> when the Left Behind Fortress was boarded by the Angels of Redemption Space Marines chapter, there were no signs of life, uh, and the Marines barely escaped with their lives before the fortress began to crumble and shatter into thousands, probably millions of pieces. Dare I say billions? You dare. <laughs> dare. You dare. Um, across the gothic sector, the remaining three Blackstone fortresses that were in the Imperium's control yeah. also self-destructed or met that same simling crumbling fate. Yeah. Uh, it was unknown if uh, Abaddon, Abaddon's two had met the same fate. Yeah, because at this point, he's already gone yeah. through the warp. Yeah. Hmm. So they don't know if he's here. So the four, the other four crumbled. Yeah. yeah. So then if there had Shattered, been more... Dare we say. Yeah, we do dare. <laughs> if there had been more throughout the galaxy, the general consensus agreed upon god is they would have done the now, same thing now wow. I, I just remembered like so that blackstone fortress game that came out that is the seventh blackstone fortress. is it the seventh yeah. so oh. so i i like to think Whoa. that abaddon um left one behind somehow programmed it so that every other blackstone like within, within a certain radius yeah met this crumbling fate or whatever or it's also possible that somehow like if they're all not within a certain vicinity of each other, some disintegrate, or who knows how that actually works. So that is the seventh one, hey? Yeah, yeah. So there there could be more. So yeah, but... there's. we have proof that there's more now. But maybe. Maybe there's only seven. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe there's 14. Maybe there's a million. Well, dare I say a billion. <laughs> <laughs> we dare. <laughs> this is the podcast where we dare. Are you guys going to talk about the uh, artifacts that pilot these things oh that's we, that later in the 13th yeah okay okay yeah yeah I think Th- those don't... aren't super mentioned in the 12th okay yeah it's only in the 13th yeah so the, okay. that's the eye of night and yeah the hand, hand of, of darkness, darkness. Yeah. yeah um relics ancient relics yeah mm-hmm. 
So, though victory was achieved for the Imperium that day, it would be many years before the Chaos Taint was scoured from the sector completely. Uh, the Gothic War was claimed as a victory by the Imperium. Of course. Yeah, naturally, yeah. In yep. 163 M41, with Lord Admiral Ravensburg given the highest honor of being able to continue his service in the Imperium. <laughs> good, good, good. So there's a quote uh, from him, actually, and it's like, Thank the Emperor. I have done my duty. Yeah. <laughs> I can do my duty. Yeah, something like yeah, that. something like that. He's just so happy that he's allowed to continue serving. Yeah. Um, so the Imperial losses, <laughs> while a victory, were trillions... Simple life, Simple life yeah. Trillions of, of citizens and six Blackstone fortresses. Yeah. Wow. It's a big... It's a, a big, big loss. loss. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Potentially hundreds of worlds gonna set you back a few bucks <laughs> <laughs> yeah but when you got that ecclesiarchy money you know, yeah it's fine farming from people mm-hmm. your tithe would be hurting though after losing <laughs> a thousand yeah. dollar signs that or did you know when people do die do all their inherit or all their wealth now go to the ecclesiarchy well not only that so but now the imperium's food stock Oh, has just jumped dramatically. Yeah, now the ecclesiarch can true. double. Yeah, huh. all the corpse dust. In everyone's will, everything is bequeathed to uh, the emperor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, really? You're not allowed. No, you're not allowed like a real will. You're like anytime you go to a lawyer and you're like, yeah. oh, it's time to get a will. They just hand you a paper that says, I give all my possessions back to he who provided them to me. Yeah, and you just sign that and that's it. It's a 100 inheritance tax. <laughs> that's right. No, no, no. You're just giving back. They weren't yours to begin okay, with. Sure. Everything that you own is technically the emperor's to begin with. What a, one of my favorite stories in 40K is uh, it's called Rocks Are Not Free, Citizen. Mm. And basically it talks about uh, how this Imperial fleet is wasting the Imperium's resources when there's a much quicker way to do it. And it's just like they, they're giving like a bunch of made up numbers. Like you wasted... Seven trillion gallons of the emperor's precious Prometheum and blah blah blah. You did this. You had to repaint the the ship or something. Yeah, yeah just like listen. How all dare this you? Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so funny. It is pretty good. <laughs> so yes, everything belongs to the emperor. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is a gift. <laughs> it is a gift. Even your life is a gift. It's true. It's true. <laughs> so that is the twelfth black crusade the big thing about this is he got his two blackstone fortresses out yeah. of it yeah because the imperium can rebuild they scour all the chaos taint eventually they scrub yeah. away mm-hmm. you know they'll replenish all those planets by herding people onto big ships and taking them there to repopulate mm-hmm. yeah so they can they can recover from that yeah but, but those two blackstone fortresses in abaddon's grasp are big deal and the planet killer yeah him showing that power yeah was a big mm-hmm. deal all right. All right. To the 13th. To the 13th. The fall of Cadia. Mm, my mm. favorite. <laughs> favorite what? <laughs> the planet broke before the guard did. <laughs> Sorry, that's been building <laughs> for like three weeks. Okay. I'm really kind of glad. I used to get really, not frustrated, but I don't know. I After reading this, I, I really liked that Games Workshop decided to wipe out Cadia like because yeah. it yeah. was such a big move for them to like shake things up if you really wanted to you know what I mean it's been such an important increase the odds area for the them stakes. for yeah. so many years for Games Workshop I mean yeah that 
it, it seemed like one of the those like permanent settings in the story. Like, oh, exactly. no, nothing's ever going to happen to Katie. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. And then for them to do it, it, mm. it felt big. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I I really hope like that they're going to change the main Imperial Guard regiment away from Katie and choose something else. Hmm. Isn't Katie like? The planet Cadia is gone. Yeah. The system is not gone. Yes. There are many oh, other... Yeah. yeah. And I don't think have... they will. I don't either, I don't but like when will. I look at Cadians, I don't think 40K. They don't. They have more of a sci-fi aesthetic than a grim, dark 40K aesthetic. Like, their mm. models... To, like, Starship Troopers. Yeah, almost. yeah, exactly. Where, if you look at, like, the Vestroyan Firstborn or the Death Corps of Krieg, you know, you get a very 40K feeling from them. You don't get that same one from Cadia. Um, and, like, they're bound to get new models eventually. Like, all those uh, Imperial Guard kits are super old. Mm-hmm. So it's only a matter of time till they have to... Have I mean, to. I, it is Imperium. Mm-hmm. So it is You're Imperium. more likely to get new Guard models than you are yeah. new Xenos models. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, so I hope, like, maybe this was, like, for once they actually looked into the future... And this is one way they could shift, like, the main focus of Imperial Guard. So, yeah, when they release brand new kits, they don't even have to model them after the old Cadian ones. They can start something brand new. Yeah, they might come up with a brand new one. So Isn't the Cadian Guard, though, like, uh, how they look and the equipment the most standard thing for the Imperial Guard? Yeah. Not just for Cadia? Yes. But they just yeah, call yeah. them Cadians because... That's what all Cadians use. And Cadian yeah. was, like, one of the biggest forces. Yeah. It was, like, yeah. the most important. Mm. Yeah. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I can daydream. Yeah. Wish, daydream. If wishes were fishes, mm-hmm. right? Then mm-hmm. a dime a dozen. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. 13th. The 13th Black Crusade. The fall of Cadia. The planet broke before the guard. The planet broke before the guard. <laughs> so the prelude of this. Um, yes. There's a couple years of buildup. So this one happens like 900 years after his last one. Yeah. Because it's... The 13th is 999 M41. Yeah, so maybe more like 700 years, I guess. Yeah, 737 years. 72, yeah, what you said. Yep. <laughs> so a couple of years before the official start of the 13th Black Crusade, um, you know, things, as always, things started to boil exactly, up. Exactly, everything started The pot, to... you start adding a little pepper, and you <laughs> throw in a little potato, some onion, <laughs> you turn the temperature up. Uh-huh. Right? Oh, no. Things are moving, shaking, bubbling up. <laughs> and you get crazy. You start throwing in a little, little celery. But it right? started with a rock. But it's... One rock. <laughs> what? And then, you know, All rock, s- rock soup? I don't know what rock soup is. You don't? <laughs> no, I was I was doing the rest of development. Like, maybe you got yourself a stew. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it... it there was a there was a very noticeable build up yeah. to this one before the all hell actually broke loose. Yeah. Mm. So, so plagues start to infest the Cadian sector and beyond. Typhus, the herald of Nurgle, runs unchecked through the system, spreading disease everywhere. Uh, the plague crawl appears. I think yeah, the plague claw is his. No, uh, it should be terminus est. Mm. Est. Now we're completely 100 percent factual uh, and maybe once have we made a mistake for some of the listeners who don't know this 13th crusade was partially dictated by the worldwide campaign like they based some of the real events that they did during the i forget what the campaign was called eye of terror yeah yeah, yeah was like directly correlate correlating to the lore yeah, so, yeah which is kind of well, cool the plague claw is in the fleet of typhus oh sure sure but 
you, yeah, the main ship is Terminus S. Like, that's Typhus's ship. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. I just don't think the Terminus S appeared at this point. Maybe not. But Who's the Plague Claw was, and Typhus was. If Typhus was there, the Terminus S would be there. All right. You don't go home without your sh- or you don't leave home without your ship, because you can't. Well, he's more than one. <laughs> <laughs> he's a big dude. Anyways. You're pissing me off. <laughs> unimportant, apparently. <laughs> so the official Medicaid, official Medicaid is overwhelmed with illnesses. And the curse of Bellus Corona is fulfilled, and plague zombies yeah. overrun the if, system. If you remember the second Black Crusade, Abaddon goes to um, Bellus Corona and Terminus Temerus something else. But on Bellus Corona, he plants a curse in a mo- in one of the moons, and then it never awakens. Like never, Bellus Corona never comes back in the story until now. Yeah. Hmm. So it's kind of cool. Like it's just it's nice to see like that circle made whole. You're gonna have a bad time. Yeah, like (laughs) that was over eight thousand years ago (laughs) that he planted that curse. Right? Like that's wild. Wow. All a part of the plan, or just coincidence? Just coincidence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who knows? It's Uh, the long war. He's it is the long war. He was plotting. So cults preaching against the emperor appear more frequently than ever before within the sector. Uh, space hulks emerge from the eye, and those that are not destroyed, they crash into orbital defenses, strategic naval bases. Mm-hmm. As chaos swept through the sectors around the Cadian Gate, astropaths and the Emperor's Tarot all point to the same dire predictions. Doom, death, and destruction. But also victory for the Imperium. But also life. <laughs> yes. Hope. <laughs> Salvation. <laughs> This overwhelming aura was the only was only punctuated and given credence with the self or seemingly self activation of the pylon scattered across the surface of Cadia. As the warp within the Eye of Terror sought to escape and uh, infiltrate reality, these pylons seemed to fight against this, doing their best to contain the immaterium threat. Mm. Abaddon was coming back. Mm. Everything was pointing towards chaos. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and now we have the beginning. Of uh, the 13th Black Crusade. Mm -hmm. So it all kind of kicks off with the betrayal on Cadia itself. Mm. So even though the rest of the sector and even the Segmentum were feeling the effects of an increase in warp activity, Cadia itself was ready. Knowing this to be the staging ground for the entire coming crusade, Cadian Command ordered every possible Cadian shock troop regiment back to their home planet. So to a lot of guys. It's, vast landing areas were cleared to allow for the intake of regiments on the planet. So just imagine, like, all right, Canada, <laughs> we're bulldozing the the entire country, <laughs> so we have room to land all these ships. Or like, all right, Australia, <laughs> like, sorry. Or I just d- you know what? Let's just melt Antarctica, mm-hmm. and we can just land them all there. And also, every other continent gets. Less land, no more land. Less well, we're we're oh, vaporized. Let's just vaporize the water. There we yeah, go. Right? so we don't flood anything. Ah, there we go. Yeah. I just imagine like almost every square inch of Cadia was covered by a shock trooper. Like <laughs> and like just like shoulder. every like it was just like a constant stream of like las rifle fire, like <laughs> from every just, square inch of the planet. <laughs> there's so much you could see it from yeah. space. It's just like glowing. Like you see yeah. the yeah yeah. Uh. So it was an incarnation of the emperor's light. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so gave them hope. <laughs> yeah. 
with so many millions of Cadian Guard already landed, it was with great pomp and much honor that the Volscani Cataphracts Regiment was received. So even the Cadian High Command went to greet them on their landing field, uh, which was the honor they gave to what was supposedly the most hardened fighters in the sector. Yeah. It's so like, oh my mm-hmm. god, like the Volscani are here, like we need to actually go greet them. Give them their medals. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Desperately beg for their aid in the upcoming battle and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Um this was the opportune moment though for the Volscani cataphracts we're waiting for. With all the Cadian high command in their sights they open fired. No! <laughs> Exposing their true nature as traitors to the Imperium. How dare they? Mm-hmm. How dare they? A man can see only Son so much it. evil before he joins it. Uh, so they were clearly siding with chaos? Yeah. Or... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they were traitors. God darn traitors. <laughs> yeah. Uh, after eliminating most of Cadian command, Lord Castellian Ursark E. Creed took control beat back the Volscani, and ordered the remaining regiments on Cadia to dig in. He's like, well, boys, here it comes. <laughs> yeah, here it comes. Uh, he then sent calls for aid through the entire Imperium, with the Administratum and Space Marine chapters galvanizing with astonishing speed. Yeah, hmm. so I, I, I imagine... So before he's like, all right, they're like, okay, call all the Cadian regiments back. And that's a lot of regiments with, like... Um, like good history, yeah. like lots of experience, great gear, mm. like it, it, it's a big deal yeah. for that. And then the Volscani comes up, and I, I like to imagine that they deal like devastating blows yeah. to like they take out all the crazy gun fortifications that had previously been worked on. They kill a lot of like the regiments that were there so much so that he's like, "Fuck, we need even more." Yeah, now. And so now he petitions the entire Imperium. He's like, please, like, send whatever, send everything. Oh, so awesome. Right? So. It's like the loadout scene in a movie where they're just, like, gear, gear, grenades. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Clips and like, but it's like the administratum is, like, yeah, getting ready. And so then cool. you go to the next scene and space marines are getting yeah, ready. Yeah. Even them they're are answering the call. They're putting yeah. on their shoulders. They're picking up Cadians, putting them on their shoulders. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like gearing up. Like, Putting Cadians on those Cadians yeah, yeah. till like it's time <laughs> to war. Yeah, the last march of the Space Marines. Oh. You know you're not allowed to say that. <laughs> One more time, I will. Sue. Some of these Space Marines were my friends. <laughs> I had known from simple gene seed. I was such a no better. <laughs> All right, I'm done. <sighs> okay. I was waiting for one more. I wanted to start <laughs> singing the theme song. The last of the end theme song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But that's the vibe I get, you know. Which, yeah. The yeah. picture you're painting. No, for is sure. what I feel. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. <sighs> After many raids, sorties, and reconnaissance missions... Cadia was still fortifying its position when the main Chaos fleet arrived, consisting of hundreds of warships, space <laughs> hulks, and transports. They were all eclipsed by the sighting of Abaddon's two <laughs> remaining Blackstone fortresses. That's crazy. They were eclipsed. Yeah. <laughs> Like the, just the massive things fortresses. are so <laughs> huge. So big. I gotta find a picture. Like <laughs> the. So like, and those fleets are huge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, no, like, Blackstones are absolutely yeah, huge. It's hard to massive. conceive, like, 
yeah how how big that actually is i think like mm. so it's like crazy. one of the biggest classes of ships uh in the imperium is 13 kilometers oh, okay long. yeah and the these, glory gloriana class i think so yeah, yeah. but that, like the primarch's flagship Blackstorm fortresses so, are woo, infinitely you can bigger. See this pyramid right That's just here. the top, eh? Yeah, and wow. so this is other ships. It's hard with perspective in space, but um, so just keep that pyramid reference in mind. Maybe we'll go like this. Yeah, we were wow. trying to find the actual scale of a, of a Blackstorm fortress. And, and just in case tough. anyone's wondering if they want to see what we're looking at, uh, you got to go to the YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think this is going to be our first one. So see this pyramid right here? That's oh, okay. That, yeah, 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 so hmm. like that one picture yeah. just was the tip yeah. of yeah. that yeah. pyramid. Exactly. And it fills the whole sky. Yeah, basically exactly. the tip, yeah. And then there's two well. of them. <laughs> <laughs> like they are, they are absolutely wild yeah. Yeah. in their size. So a lot bigger than a Death Star. <laughs> much. I assume much, much bigger. Is the camera still recording? Okay. Yeah, that, that's yeah, one. It's still recording. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, like, so this one you can kind of see scale. But even that, like, you don't know how, how far, far away I think that's, is, like, yeah. probably just came out of yeah, like, the warp yeah, or yeah. whatever. Like, they put, a, they put, like, a moon Like, I bet you this planet. moon is closer to the... Oh, much closer. You think so? Yeah. And that's behind the moon. I think that's behind the moon. Wow. Yeah. That's nuts. I, I assume they're absolutely disgustingly huge. <laughs> mm. Yeah, at least seven to four. Yeah. On the scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Mm. Seven to four popcorns, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the face of such an overwhelming fleet... It was all the Imperium could do to sell their own lives and give Katie a time to further prepare. Mm-hmm. That's That was like the thought running through everyone's head. It's like, well, fuck, like, we can't do anything. At least let's just try and harry them and slow them down. Yeah. Mm. And that's crazy. <laughs> I'm just trying to find where we are. Oh, we're at number seven. Mm. As more and more ships and fleets were pulled to harry the Chaos Fleet, the, the more the... Imperium-controlled space was left unprotected, allowing Chaos forces to lay waste to what they may. At this early stage of the crusade, millions of lives were already lost, and uncounted planets were ravaged by Avedon's forces. So yeah, they're just fucking stuff up. Yeah, this is like (laughs) true Armageddon. Yeah. As the main fleet advanced on the Cadian system itself, the outermost planet, uh, Solar Mariatus was swiftly taken by Abaddon and the World Eaters. The planet was scoured and refitted to be used as a staging ground for Abaddon's 13th Black Crusade. Mm-hmm. And so, here, uh, so all across like the sector and stuff, this planet's being attacked and stuff. And we're going to highlight our favorite battle that happened. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> I particularly like the Battle of Medusa. Um, why? Why? Why, I ask? Because yeah. it's Battle of Medusa 2.0. Remember oh. in the... 10th Black Crusade? That one oh, yeah. time they attacked Medusa for no reason. But well, no, 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 no. It was to settle a grudge, a grudge between a grudge. the Iron Warriors and mm-hmm. the Iron Hands. Right, and, right. And thankfully, okay. they also learned the Well, they defenses. learned all about the defenses of Medusa at the same time. So okay. thank God. Yeah. Because yeah. it's so necessary in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, 
visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. The most useless <laughs> conflict of the 13th Black Crusade, the outcome of this battle would not matter at all. <laughs> that's not that's in my notes people like i'm not even like i'm dead i hate this yeah the second time they fucking brought this yeah. pointless battle into it so we're gonna skim over this because it's useless but we will say a couple things while many powerful tanks were seen on medusa and devastating firepower was brought to bear not a single one of these massive war engines would be seen later perfect they just stay there. They just stay on planet. What's the point? <laughs> it's Medusa. Well, what if Medusa hmm. gets attacked, attacked for a third time? Oh, but wait, maybe it gets destroyed in this battle. I'll wait to find <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold your horses. It Was Abaddon, better. like, trying to get these tanks, or... No idea. It doesn't say. Hmm. Abaddon wasn't even there. Medusa is so far away from yeah, where Acadia okay. is. Yeah. Medusa is on the north west side of the Eye of Terror. Okay, so here, so here's a, map. a galactic map. Okay, uh, so there's Cadia, right? This is Cadia right yeah. here. And there's Medusa on the other fucking side of the Eye of Terror. Why? Uh, Why I do like, you need to go to Medusa? The, so there's only one stable or two stable. There's two. So there's a stable way out of the eye right here yeah. and a stable way right yeah, here. Yeah, in the northeast section. Yeah, so they would have to go all the way around to go attack Medusa. Why? Why would you go to Medusa? Can't they go out the butt end of No, because uh, it's not a stable <laughs> war. You can, but you risk death. Yeah. So they never they never leave the eye unless they have to using those special. Maybe ways. the guys who are in charge of fighting Medusa, like they just when they went back into the warp, they went out immediately. And just with time, they just accidentally ended up during the thirteenth crusade. And they were like <laughs> they were like They were supposed to be a part of the tenth. Yeah, they were like, We're coming back a day later. <laughs> so okay. Yeah. Uh Okay, I guess I already said this thing, how Medusa is not in an area of space near the Cadian system. It doesn't matter. Okay, here's what doesn't... Here's another piss-off thing. If the Iron Hands had been destroyed, because they weren't, the Iron Hands were successful in repelling the invaders. Mm -hmm. If the Iron Hands had been destroyed, the outcome of the Crusade would not have changed. Not a single thing Not a single thing would have altered if the Iron Hands had been destroyed. Because there was nothing of value on Medusa. Hmm. Yeah, and it's like hundreds of planets, the same thing could be said. But they didn't get, like, there's a lot of information on the Battle of Medusa. Those other planets, they didn't get it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just, mm. why? Talk? And so many resources were committed <laughs> to, to fighting the, like, why? Yeah. Well, because it's, it's, it involves the Stardis. Like, yeah, exactly. Anything with it's the Stardis so, is yeah, like it's so brutal. Chapter yeah. Too. And, yeah, what's super weird, too, about this, I thought, well, maybe it's in, like, the Iron Hand supplement. Like, in, it's a bad, it's a it shows it from their perspective. It's like their great victory, but this is in like the chaos codex. Like, hmm. so it's not even like why highlight something that you lost hmm. and had no point. It's so brutal. Hmm. I'm fucking flipping the table. Boys. So there, there are many other <laughs> battles in the 13th. <laughs> the um, there's Eldar skirmishes. There's orc attacks. There's the Diamore campaign, the oh, second sure. siege of Perlia. Of course. And Bad all of these, like, all of the, <laughs> like you. All of these are important in their own right. Sure, but none of them are actually important because not they're not Cadia. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is where the main. This is where the it, everything happens. So we are mm. going to focus on Cadia itself, obviously, as we have yeah, been. Because that's also so. where Abaddon is too. Yeah, it's where the Blackstone fortresses are. It's where the main chaos <laughs> fleet is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like in every battle, there's always that. Like even these massive campaigns in the scale of the thirteenth are considered small. 
skirmishes compared yeah. to what Abaddon is bringing to Cadia. Mm. Okay. So now uh, the next portion of... So we already talked about the betrayal on Cadia. We talked about the Battle of Medusa. The next thing we have is the battle for the Canadian Gate. Mm. Where the Mounties were... <laughs> the moose. Gathered. They gathered their the moose. The beavers were sharpening their <laughs> teeth. Their igloos. Yeah. <laughs> Prepared to throw back the goddamn invaders. <laughs> it's about time. <laughs> Don't come in here with your Manitoba face and your Halifax waist. <laughs> <laughs> the battle for the Cadian Gate. Our gate would not last very long. No, it would, would not. Say. Yeah. Yeah. So the planetary assault began with the orbital bombardment and then the ground assault of Chaos Space Marines, the Lost and the Damned, the Neverborn, which are demons, yes. and Chaos Titans, as well as many other assets. Oh, yeah. Like, These are just like the most biggest, coolest ones. But yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever you think of that Chaos could potentially yeah. use, they're going to yeah, like, use. Even the Chaos mm-hmm. Space Marines, they had, like, I think almost every Legion fight, like, in this battle. Um, yeah, yeah, I think, I think pretty so. much everyone. There might have been, like, I don't think I have heard about Alpha Legion being there, but at that's the very least, Alpha Legion. At the very least, you would have a representative from everything yeah. there. Yeah. It, this was such a big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but... The defenders of Cadia fought on and even held their ground against insurmountable odds. While the ground forces were holding, Imperial reinforcements from Cypra Mundi and the battle fleet Gothic ar- arrived. So this is um, the same fleet that had fought 700 years earlier. In it would the- be the same ships, for yeah, sure. absolutely. Not mm. the same crew, no. but the same ships. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, they attempted to push back the Chaos Fleet to the Cadian Gate, and in doing so, they won back many worlds previously lost in the surrounding sectors. Mm-hmm. So this is a, a big show of force for the Imperium to bring all this crap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of being pushed back, the Crusade unleashed unspeakable horrors in the form of demons all around the sectors containing the Eye, uh, such as uh, Seculus and Caliban. Uh, instead of being taken aback by the appearance of these abominations, the Canian forces rallied and engaged Chaos forces throughout the entire sector. Yeah, I guess Chaos like had assumed, like, hey, look, if we overrun everything with demons, everyone's going to freak out yeah. and everything. But it just, it's a sign of, you know, how experienced and knowledgeable that the Cadian forces are and well-trained, mm-hmm. that they actually were able to rally. Big cojones, at, much yeah. courage. Oh. <laughs> yeah, fixed bayonets, right? You know, I don't want to draw another analogy away from 40K, but it makes me think of during... Uh, but I will. Yeah. <laughs> the Battle of Helm's Deep, when, like, they're... Uh, they're busting... They're, Ride out with me. No, no, no. no. The, the, the berserkers oh, are... Get me a box. They're bashing... They're ba- they, You'll have to toss me. They make, like, a hole through don't the... Don't tell the elves. Yeah, it. which one is working? <laughs> They're using the battering ram on the door, and they're, yeah. like, smashing. They smash a hole in, and then that's where, like, Theoden is down with the spear. Oh, and then, yeah, like, yeah. they push. So, like. Protect the king. They that's chop the down a that's bunch the of guys. That's the yeah, there you go. And then, and then like, a bunch more reinforcements. And they're just, like, ragtag, like, you know, whatever. Yeah, and they like just, like. Well, and, and, like so, and then they just, like, rush in to, like, plug the hole. Like, there's just <laughs> yeah. the amount of with, men just, with like. With fervor. With fervor, yeah, yeah. Like, hopeless fervor. Yeah. But. So cool, so cool. <laughs> so just give them las guns and it's the exact same thing. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even their armor can say the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> These are the Middle Earth Regiment. <laughs> <laughs> the the Rohirrim Regiment. <laughs> uh-huh. 
Anyways. <laughs> so yeah. everyone is kind of just bolstered, but it's, again, a little bit of like a one pushes back, the other pushes back, one yeah. pushes back. It's still kind of a stalemate. So, But the only one of the big reasons why the Cadian forces were able to rally uh, was with the arrival of the Adeptus Astartes reinforcements. Oh, man. And so we're going to include a couple of them. There's probably way more chapters than this yeah. that are actually in the 13 Black Crusade, but mm-hmm. these are like the big ones. Uh, so we have Blood Angels, Space Wolves, Dark Angels, Black Templar, Imperial Fist, Grey Knights, White Scars. Yeah, it's insane. And like if that, if I was an Imperial Guardsman and I saw that many chapters rallying, I would be like, there's no way we're losing. Yeah, you like, would, that you would, would be a sight would, to see. Absolutely. That would be unbelievable. That's a glass half full type attitude. Yeah. Because yeah. I would be like, oh, fuck. We're in there. <laughs> <Some> <laughs> shit. <laughs> they needed this many space for <laughs> What do they know that I don't? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But that it does. It's good does, to know you're an optimist. It does <laughs> say that this, like, the. This put hope into everyone because yeah. it was – it is crazy to yeah. see that amount of force. You could go mm-hmm. your entire life without seeing a space marine. And then yeah. to see, like, fleets appear. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine – heroes where, like, the only yeah. tales you hear about them are of them winning victories. Exactly, yeah. 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 So you're like, oh, they're here. Obviously, we're going to win. Because, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, space marines don't lose. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they so do. Nice. We just never hear about it. <laughs> we're not allowed to hear about it. <laughs> yeah. Ah, yes. Then, you can read this. You yes, like this kind of stuff. I you do. already... <laughs> okay. Then the dark apostle Erebus himself. He completed a dark ritual begun by his followers. By killing millions of innocents, the entire region around the Eye of Terror was attacked by a warp storm so intense that inter-system travel was rendered impossible. So you can't even make the smallest jump that the Imperium makes. They, they couldn't even do that because mm. the warp storm was so crazy. That's a lot of innocent goats he killed. Oh, I know I, I sacrificed 32 goats a week for my dice roll, so yeah, I can't yeah. imagine how many goats it would be there. It, it, what a waste when you don't even roll dice that week. <laughs> It just—it's it, just on the chance that you do. You it's know? just keeping on top it. of the tab. I get yeah. it. Well, now it's a habit too. Yeah, <laughs> I find solace. Yeah, it's, it's therapeutic. It's comforting. Yeah. So, is this the psychedelic maledictum? No, no, not even close. This is just warp storms. But like, okay, you read a lot in Lexicanum about like terrible rituals and like profane acts or whatever, dark deeds. Yeah, exactly. That like is required for these rituals. But it you hear it so often that it kind of... Redundant. Yeah, it feels redundant, and it kind of loses any kind of evil that you might have once associated with it. Mm-hmm. But in reading, like, uh, The Solar War and, um, like, The Siege of Terra... What, what the fuck is the second... Lost in the Damned. That's right, yeah. I'm reading it. How do I not know that? Well, I'm smarter than you, yeah. obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but in reading those, they actually, like, describe like what it takes for these rituals and it's i just i really love the evil that it's committed hmm. like it's not it's not uh, just like oh it's evil me but uh, <laughs> it doesn't just more. say like oh it's evil and then they like move on past it like they're they're going to try and show you actually how evil this really is like give us an example well 
cut off your dicks, shove it in your butt. Oh, dark ads, very profane, yeah. that kind of stuff. Okay, well, there, there's one really cool example where um, there was like an orbital station floating in the solar system, and it's where like the bones of all the heroes of the Imperium were brought. Okay, to rest, sure. like through the gr- bone planet. Just we got bone planet. <laughs> it, yeah, it was um, heroes from the Great Crusade. Sure. So the Great Crusade was how long? Two hundred years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so all the heroes that died in the Great Crusade, their bodies were brought back and entombed on this planet, given to heroes. But it was like they built it. And the word barrows were in charge of, like, protecting it and making sure it stayed, like, safe and, like, its upkeep and everything. It was just their responsibility. Uh, and during the Great Crusade, they were still in charge of it even after they turned traitor because yeah. it was a secret. Yeah. And apparently they just desecrated the inside of that whole thing. They like dug up bodies. They're doing like dark rituals with, with them. They're like taking like slaves there and sacrificing them <laughs> to like mess up like all the like the souls of the individuals and like torment them. And, mm. and then eventually like um, it comes to a head and they like black out the sun. You, so they've been building this ritual for like Years and they've slowly and slowly been doing it, and then at some point they drag like millions of like innocents into this planet, and they end up just like one by one. They just cut all their throats, and it just spills gore into this thing. And then with that, like the sun blacks out, and it's just like I love the the thematic of like it's not just evil. Like this is this is soul crushing evil. Like if you weren't messed up before, you are now. And I just I love that darkness that is communicated with like the word bears specifically <laughs> yeah. the word bears yeah. specifically yeah, are yeah, yeah. M- super c- c- fucked up because yeah it's it's huh. yeah it's not just murder like no it's, berserkers it's just they're just gonna kill you exactly mm-hmm. this is ritual planned sacrifice yeah i know two things in life don't deal with children and don't play with corpses <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> those, our conversation <laughs> those are the two don't rules. diddle kids your rules for life those are the two <laughs> rules well we just and, we just found yeah. out about the uh boy scouts and how the Boy Scouts are claiming bankruptcy now. Due they to, were doing dark acts in the Boy Scouts. Yeah, they, yeah. like due to the um, number of the class action lawsuit against them for sexually assaulting children. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, they're they're they committed Chapter Eleven. They're filing for Chapter Eleven bankruptcy. Right. Mm. But it's like we're talking, and it's like you know, like it's weird that we have to say this, but like, don't diddle kids. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and how is up. that? How is it not just like you eat, right? Mm-hmm. You eat because you have to live. You sleep. Mm-hmm. And then don't diddle kids. Mm-hmm. Like those should be things that no one has to communicate <laughs> to well, you. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's it's sort of like a it's a moral hazard, right? Like it's always going to happen no matter what, as long as there's kids around. So we got to kill all the kids. Maybe <laughs> in forty. I heard Jordan. You might have a new boy. <laughs> I do. Shall yes. we? Shall you put words here or actions? No, no. Words, but I'm or? saying I'm saying like it. Like it's tragic. It's yeah. obviously very tragic. But like public schools oh yeah like, yeah because yeah, that yeah. was the one other thing like and, if yeah. you look at the actual percentages in all these areas they're pretty much all the same yeah, yeah there's like, nothing yeah. special about like yeah. the boy scouts that yeah, increases yeah. your chances yeah. or anything it's yeah just, it's just it's on it's like a tragic unfortunate part of life but there's just people like that and you can't tell them not to diddle kids they know that right like i'm <laughs> gonna tell them or you could tell i'm them, gonna go tell but all it's of not them. gonna change their minds it will <laughs> Okay. <laughs> when I start chopping off fingers, mm-hmm. yeah, that it'll change their mind. Just gotta get one rid of one appendage. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I digress. <laughs> yeah. We Sorry. All digress. Sorry. <laughs> but basically, the takeaway is don't 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 don't, yeah, don't, 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 do do children. don't do it. Don't play with corpses. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Bad things are gonna happen. Yeah. 
regardless. Anyways, Erebus <laughs> is still alive. That's also a cool thing to take yeah, away from yeah, this. Yeah. Erebus mm. is definitely still alive and doing dark, dark deeds. <laughs> See the guy who did that? Uh, he's like that the blood lake. He's the first heretic. The, oh, you're talking yeah. about like Doombreed? No, I don't think oh, no, so. No, hmm. no, no. That was Abaddon. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Erebus was the guy who put the whole horse heresy into motion. He was the he's guy. the first heretic. Yeah, the guy who talked to. Logar about wow. chaos, and then he was he went died. to Horus. Yeah, he did the anathem. He st- he got he Horus all, stabbed. Like, the warrior My gosh, cults the serpent cults, serpent culture, serpent lodge, serpent lodge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Warrior lodge, actually. Crazy. Oh yeah, the serpent ones were on Davin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Serpent lodge. We got there though. We did eventually. What's the name of the ship called? Uh, the SSS. That's Diddle right. Children. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Thank you. All right, so. As the crusade was now broken up into many different fronts because of the no intersystem travel, yeah, uh, the planet killer began its voyage to Cadia. <laughs> you fact, mm. you don't like that. <laughs> yeah. So, with all imperial forces cut off from each other, beset on all sides by chaos, Abaddon at Cadia's doorstep and the planet killer on its way, Cadia was once again on the verge of despair. Terrible. Terrible. Well, like, not only that, like, <laughs> Katia, like, Katia, like, moved their high command to the other side of the planet because they were nervous about it being, like, destroyed. Uh, they encountered Xenos, like, Eldar and Orcs uh, and Tyranids. There was a Tyranid high fleet yeah, that Leviathan showed up, Leviathan. Yeah, oh so gosh. they're, like, it's the ultimate fuckery. Yeah, yeah. And then... <laughs> Perhaps worst of all, the creme de la creme, the creme friche, <laughs> rumors of the demon Primarchs emerged. Very cool. Yeah. <sighs> for some of them, it's been, you know, thousands of years. And yeah. anytime the Primarchs show up, shit gets real. Yeah. That's don't, crazy. Don't like that. To draw them out of the warp and back into, like, reality is nuts. Yeah. You don't want to do it. Do I dare say there's now three rules? <laughs> don't bring the don't demon primark. Don't don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> this is the this is the sad moment. If if this were a movie, this is the moment where like all Slow-mo. the sound cuts out and it's just like one person like vocalizing in the background yeah. and everyone's crying and there's just death all around Boy you. Boy choir singing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's as like the Mortarian like shows yeah. up on his like yeah. his wings. So, yeah. yeah. And up until this point, like we had a good director of this movie. Yeah. But then that director now died and somehow <laughs> now we got Michael Bay to direct the movie. Oh, yeah. We know there's going to be some really good action shots there. Yeah. Yeah. So the fall of Cadia. The fall of Cadia. Okay. So, pushed back to Kasser Kraft, the last remaining bastion on Cadia, the Cadian forces despaired. But then, Creed unleashed his special tanks. And, uh, you know, success. He had these salvation bases that he was holding, holding, uh, holding on to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, he pressed the button and millions of tanks rolled out into the street. Yeah, perfect. Well. But then, the Blackstone Fortresses, the will of eternity arrived. Okay, but then... Cadia used Xenos technology that was actually already on the planet. What? Uh, yeah, to shield the planet because all their other shields had gone out. But then they were just like, hey, Xenos, 
But then, <laughs> Trezan shows up. But then, Belisarius call and the Harlequins showed up. Uh, yeah, I see you that. And raise you, you know, demon princes of Ukaluthuthuthu uh, showed up. <laughs> Urkthan, Urkanthos? Mm-hmm. Urkanthos? Okay. The doom of the Imperium is nigh now. So maybe, maybe so. And there may be a demon prince, but then Celestine shows up. Huh? Oh, no. Got you there. But, you know, Trazen is there. We forgot about Trazen. Oh, show shit. Trazen is there. He opened his bag of impossible goodies, and friendship happened. What? Yep. So much friendship. At that, wait, wait, hang on. When I was kind of reading into this, <laughs> like, in this bag of goodies, is this the. He has that Pokemon type thing where he's like yeah, soul where, captured these people and yeah, then he, he captured a bunch yeah, of like, like literally a Pokeball. 30k Horus Heresy Ultramarine. That's not even when these guys show up. Oh, he's, oh, just, not. he's just unleashing other shit from oh, his okay. like collection. Like, literally, like I have this Imperial God Regiment. By the way, Trazan is a Necron. He's a Necron Lord that he's called the Collector and he oh just travels gosh. the galaxy. Yeah, yeah. He's here because my collection is resonating. And his collection is on the other fucking side of the galaxy. And he's like, uh-huh. but it's originating in Cadia. I will travel. Oh my gosh. So he's there by himself. But then okay. more demons show up. But then uh, the phalanx shows up, crashes into the Blackstone Fortress, and cripples itself. Nani? <laughs> but then Abaddon got angry and swore to lead the next assault himself. My god, we're surely doomed this time. <laughs> okay, but then the Legion of the Dam shows oh, up. Of course, of course. But then the Carl snitched out Abaddon's plan to destroy the pylons and accept Trazan's help to do a, to do things to them. I'm in. <laughs> but then Abaddon was aware and teleported into Creed's command tower. Dun, dun, dun. Which but then, apparently he could do this whole time yeah, yeah. and decided not to. But then Trazen appeared again. Oh, no, that son of a bitch. And opened his bag of goodies one more time and unleashed more friendship. <laughs> and this is the moment where he unleashed all the 30k Marines. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, but then more demons showed up. <laughs> it's son of a bitch demons. Wait, wait, Mark's going to love this. But then the Wolfen showed up. <laughs> At this point, it's over, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's over. Yeah. You can't possibly Once, get yeah. crazier. This than is the, the end of the whole campaign, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But wait, <laughs> there's more. <laughs> Trazen and Call declare their alterations to the pylons a success. Okay, but then even with all the pylons active, all warp sensitive beings begin to lose power, which means Celestine. Oh no! All the demons who are there, they lose power. They start to fade, and even Celestine starts to lose power. Oh no! So the battle between Creed and Abaddon and Celestine takes a crippling toll. Absolutely, on Creed. yes. You know he he falls low to the the War Master of Chaos, the most powerful being in the galaxy, and yeah. he loses an arm. Oh, terrible! Poor Creed loses an arm. So wait, wait, wait! But then Celestine stabs Abaddon, protecting and saving Creed. <laughs> I'm Could so it thankful. Be? And this is the end of the 13th, but then Abaddon teleports away, yeah. orders a withdrawal, and Imperium victory. Oh, okay, but you say Imperial victory, uh-huh. but then Abaddon puts engines on the destroyed pieces of Blackstone Fortresses and aims them at Cadia, trying to destroy it. Chaos victory. Oh, wait. 
But then Cadia evacuates all inhabitants except for one regiment left behind to deal with the demons. Of course. Imperial victory. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> but then the planet killer fires at Cadia at the same time as the Blackstone fortresses hit the planet. And uh, Cadia begins to split apart and the pylons begin to uh, fail. Chaos victory. Ooh. But then Celestine appears in full power once <gasps> again to lead the forces of the Imperium in a tactical retreat from the planet. Imperial victory. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I see you there, but I raise you. But then... Oh, yeah? <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> the warp is gaining power back in the Cadian system, and the Eye of Terror is growing. Chaos victory. Oh, the stakes. <laughs> but then Creed, who is actually still alive on a destroyed planet, <laughs> somehow makes friends with Trazan. You son goes, of a bitch! <laughs> and he goes into Trazan's bag. It's the goddamn friendship. friendship. <laughs> a friendship. So Necron victory. Necron victory. This whole thing is a Necron victory. Hold up, hold up, hold up. (laughs) Because then Abaddon (laughs) wants some MacGuffin that Call has and tries to capture him. Potential chaos. (laughs) (laughs) All right, okay, okay, but but then Celestine has a vision to escape all the bad people by going to the planet of Calisis. Imperium victory. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, sorry, Imperium Escape. Ah. Yeah. But then the Black Legion shows up. <laughs> and are about to wipe out all the Imperial forces. So, Chaos Victory. Ah. But then, <laughs> Celestine leads the Black Legion into a trap set by Eldrad Uthran. And everyone escapes into the webway and go to Ultramar. Eldar victory. Son of a bitch. Should we do this last one together? No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> we'll summon something But terrible. then, <laughs> Abaddon, the Abaddon has had enough of this goddamn bloodshed and calls back his forces, ending the 13th Black Crusade, the fall of Cadia. Chaos and Imperium victory. Well done, GW. Well Woo. done. Well done. That was a straight-up Mortal Kombat. That was a roller coaster you know. ride. It's so yeah. ridiculous, that whole... <laughs> Fucking wild. Like, reading that whole thing, it... Honestly, like, we're joking about it, but, but that's not. actually... We didn't make up any of these No, points. it actually just, like, goes one and then the other, and, like, Chaos gains power, Imperium gains power, Chaos, Imperium, Chaos, Imperium. Yeah. It's so annoying. Yeah, it's bad. It, it's r- truly like annoying to read through because you get through it and you're Painful. like, hey, how many times are they going to trade before something real happens? Yeah, like, yeah. All of this was useless. Yeah, and it just it it's also like coincidental. Like <gasps> Legion of the Dam somehow are now here. Like the Wolfen. Oh no, we haven't seen them in so yeah, long. Yeah, it's just Abaddon teleported. I loved the thing you said uh, earlier when we were planning. So Abaddon is without a doubt the most powerful being in the galaxy mm. after the demon primarchs and even them mm. like if you know how to banish them maybe that if you have yeah a abaddon's cannon, not a demon yeah like mm. he can't be banished to the warp like a yeah. demon yeah. can yeah right and then like abaddon is it, I, I say he's more powerful than reboot i think in a fight abaddon beats repute purely because of warp fuckery yeah the forces of so anyways <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Th- i think that's more debatable but that, that's how i see it yep but Mark's like, okay, Abaddon is the war master of chaos, champion of the pantheon of all chaos gods. He has the two most famous 
most powerful weapons Drachnia. that you can possibly carry. Drachnian, right, which, which, which is, is a, demon. a weapon where he, when he hits a fortress wall, it, it explodes. Yeah. yeah. And then he yeah. also has the Talon of Horus, which struck the Emperor. Yeah, yeah. And so any weapon wounded the Emperor. Any weapon that can mortally wound the Emperor will disintegrate whatever it touches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? So he has these things, but Creed only manages to lose an arm. <laughs> and if you ever see, like, Creed actually has a model, so this is yeah. why he survives. And if you ever see a picture of his model or him, he's like this big, fast, think, uh... Churchill, no. Uh, Winston Churchill. Yeah, Winston yeah. Churchill. Think that, like a big, yeah. kind of stocky man. Kind of slightly overweight. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> How does he fight Abaddon, the war master of chaos, uh, and only lose an arm? Yeah. And then he gets in the Pokeball of friendship, so that's <laughs> Oh, fine. did we even say that? <laughs> yeah, we did. My God. Yeah, so it's basically crazy. the outcome of this is really cool. Kadia gets destroyed. Like, we, yeah. we all agree that's cool. I like that yeah. twist. And even more importantly, um, <clears throat> it's... The weird thing is, so I always assume that the Sycadictus Maledictum happened because they destroyed Cadia, but no one actually knows if that's why the, the Sycadictus Yeah, we can happened. make that connection. And most yeah. likely that's the connection. Yeah. So the pylons, just to recap, was holding yeah. back the warp, right? Yes. And Abaddon's great big plan was to expand the Eye of Terror territory, right? Yeah. So that big... it, like, Cadia doesn't get sucked into the eye, but the eye envelops Yes. Cadia, right? Yeah, exactly. the, the eye is growing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like, I like, I like the idea, but just the execution mm-hmm. of it is so fucking bad. Yeah. This, like, I think this is written really poorly. Yeah. <laughs> cool storyline could have had like a really nice, solid path. Yeah. And instead, they just they keep trying to like tug your emotions and one up you, like raise the stakes again, raise the stakes again, yeah. raise the stakes yeah. again. Mm-hmm. It's like at some point, like, I have nothing over, left yeah. to give. Like, I don't Ridiculous. care anymore. Yeah, like how many times did they like, oh yeah, but then demons tap. Yeah. It's like, they were already there doing yeah. demon things. Like. like, how is it a big deal that there's more demons? Like, there already are demons. Yeah. I don't know. So. I just got, I got frustrated reading yeah. this because mm-hmm. it could have been re- written much better. It's such a cool moment. Like, one of the, I, I I think most of the last lore in 40k for the last five years is bullshit. But one of the things I really do like is that they rip the galaxy in half, and that all happens because of this whole fall Cadia, yeah. and because of the whole thirteenth Black Crusades. Hmm. They they all led up to this one yeah, point, absolutely, and it's just sad to see such a shitty way it's written. Yeah. Just that one thing, <laughs> Fuck. that the fall of Cadia is just it could have been so much cooler. Yeah, so. The 13th Black Crusades are ended. Abaddon has accomplished a goal. Um, yeah. It, it wasn't his... So he had kind of two goals in this crusade. Because he eventually... I don't know if it's him personally, because I haven't read this part yet, but he goes to Cadia, or to Terra. Does he go to Terra, or does a, a portion of his fleet tries yeah. to get there? Yeah. Okay. So that well, is all, that's like always... Always one of his goals is to kill the Emperor. Yeah. That's always Destroy going to be... Imperium, a, yes. Yeah. Um, but in this one, this is also the culmination of something called the Crimson Path, mm-hmm. where he was attempting to blanket the entire Imperium with warp, like, gates. Like, yeah. he was trying to turn the Eye of Terror into something that, instead of being localized, would cover every planet and star in the Imperium. That is also one of his goals. Yeah. Mm. So, and while it failed, kind of, because it didn't give the outcome that he wanted... The galaxy was ripped in half through yeah. this massive warp storm. So, mm. yeah. Uh, so that's the end of the Black Crusades. So now we're going to talk a little bit 
about a couple things that we rushed over or pointedly ignored in the previous um, episode. And this one even. Yeah, we didn't want to give spoilers away, but I just pulled up an image of the Great Rift. Yeah, I don't think you're going to be able to see. I should have added it to the slideshow, but yeah, it's just such an awesome fucking thing to see that. Like That's the whole galaxy, yeah. right? Yeah, wow. and it's just been now ripped in half, like, literally. Oh, like, Dang. it's such a cool change. Like, it, it, it makes everything so much more scary in 4 mm-hmm. And just imagine wow. if he had covered the entire galaxy yeah. in that, like... And all those little spots are just warp storms, like yeah, smaller warp storms. Yeah, yeah. So you wow. say little, but there's still hundreds Huge. of thousands of millions of kilometers across. Yeah, right. Oh my gosh! All right, so That's let's crazy. talk about Blackstone. Yeah. So a big thing about Blackstone is when we go through the Crusades, we're going to highlight that uh, there know, is a connection. There is a connection. Yeah. So Blackstone is like this uh, metal. It's a naturally occurring, it exists in our reality, Yeah, and it's psychosensitive. Yeah, Mm. and it has two functions. It either has the ability to block warp energy or amplify it. So we got examples of both of these. Uh, Blackstone fortresses are made out of blackstone, and they have the ability to amplify warp energy and use it. Exactly, and Mm. to fire it into pure beam, Mm -hmm. right? Mm. So that's one function of the blackstone. The other function is to halt. Contain it. Yeah. So, and the example of this that we have, we kind of probably jumped over it when we were doing the but then, um, but on Cadia, there's actually uh, Blackstone pylons, and they were holding back the warp, and then that's when the Blackstone uh, fortress hits it, then everyone regains power, or they lose power. Exactly, There's that back and forth. So that's cool. That's a very cool Imagine like a blank, but like put into this fortress, and then amplified very powerfully. Like it's literally canceling out Mm -hmm. warp effects. Yeah. Fairly far past the planets like oh yeah absolutely yeah. like the cadian cadia is not like super close like, to would the it protect Cadian the gate. whole system you think probably it was attempting to wow. like that's as far as the cadian gate maybe. yeah it's wow. trying to push back the warp as far mm-hmm. as possible yeah. and these um maybe it would be as storm- strong as like a uh, a solar system's gravitational field you know like no idea. which is pretty far yeah i would like to see the science behind that tim yeah before you start making outlandish statements like that <laughs> unbacked by God science mantis shrimp <laughs> i will go into the eye of terror for ten thousand years collect my data <laughs> thank you and return the thank interesting you. thing to note here <laughs> is that man. blackstone pylons aren't just on cadia no they're actually mm. spread around the entire galaxy yeah um and Everyone, like, they might even have different shapes, like, yeah. from one section to the next, but they're all, like, massive monoliths yeah. of this black, unknown stone. Yeah. stone. Yeah. Yeah. So, another cool thing about Blackstone is, yeah, anyone can use it. Mm-hmm. Like, anyone can mine it and make use of it. Um, it... <laughs> it's tough, though. Yes, 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 yes. Sorry. Like... Maybe I'm making it sound too easy. Yeah. But the Potential there. It's yeah, there. of course. If you spend yes. enough time studying it, you yes. also could learn its secrets. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, Necron were known to have made great use of it, and they set up a bunch of the pylons everywhere. Yeah. Um, so, but the but even that, the Necron, yeah, couldn't master the Blackstone fortresses. Yeah. Wow. Even they didn't understand how to fully use it to manipulate warp energy. They were just like, "Hey, we found this one function of it. We know how to make it contain." warp energy yeah. and they have the best tech right and yeah, yeah and they're like the smartest race in the entire galaxy mm. so 
the Necron won across the galaxy, and they made a bunch of these these pillars way these back pylons. in the war in heaven. Yeah, hmm. because their main foe was the old ones and the Eldar, who had unlimited psychic potential, and that was their main weakness because they had no psychic potential, no defense against it. So, so they they were using the Black Stone as a way to dampen the warp energy in the galaxy. Yeah. Hmm. So Abaddon somehow finds out about this. Uh, he finds out about the pylons, whether he stumbled across it. Whether, whether it was he, given to him or he, yeah. like, earned this knowledge. Whether or... he might not even know about it. Yeah, that, yeah, it, it might just a be a coincidence. Um, I, I don't lean necessarily on that one. I don't either Maybe because of... Maybe at the of... beginning, yeah. but, yeah. So, Abaddon actually goes on a bunch of Black Crusades to specifically destroy um, Blackstone pylons or relics. Yeah, you, you even <laughs> see a, kind of a progression, too, <laughs> with it. So, in, in his second crusade... He destroys, and we mentioned this before, the mm-hmm. Eldritch Needles is what it's described as. But when you understand what Blackstone is, you know that, oh, he was actually destroying pylons. Mm-hmm. And he, he destroyed them completely. So yeah. even if he didn't know exactly what their function was, he, he thought knew, they were just relics. Or he could have, but he did. It was important enough that he destroyed them. Yeah. On his fourth crusade, he goes to the Citadel of Cromark, and there's uh, an ancient monolith within it. That monolith is Blackstone, yeah. and he specifically seeks it out and destroys it. Yeah. Right? That's the gate. That's He sunders the gates with his Drachnian on that, in that crusade. Yeah. On the fifth, many shrines and sacred sites were destroyed. Um, whether this was Blackstone, we don't know. It's not as clear as the other ones, but there's a very good potential that, like, sacred sites were usually, like, the... In the fourth, the Cromark one, that was, like, a sacred sh- shrine. Yeah. Or, like, sacred... Sh- site so hmm. it's possible that he was going around just destroying more blackstone that he found. absolutely but not not only did he destroy in that one but he also stole a lot of those relics which yeah. we assume were blackstone relics yeah so now at this point it's like okay is he learning about blackstone is yeah. he trying to perform experiments yeah. is he trying to understand what it is initially so you kind of see a progression in here yeah hmm. so then on the six he destroys the ziggurts on a forge world which and, were Blackstone. Yeah, and the way they describe them are so, like... Uh, Pyramid in shape. Uh, yeah, and, like, they use, like, warp nullifying or... Exactly, yeah. They never yeah. actually come out in any of these and say they're Blackstone, but they, they always describe them, like, with these monolith shape, obviously, Necron, you know, uh, warp amplifying ability or whatever. They always mm. describe it in that similar way. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So, and then even even on the 13th Crusade, the pylons on Cadia, also Blackstone. Yeah. So that theme runs through all of his black crusades mm-hmm. is him and blackstone yeah exactly. maybe the pylons are partly of how the uh fortresses can operate like if the pylons are up then the i don't know maybe that's why who knows who knows yeah. who knows who knows um yeah um yeah. and it's interesting too so like the eye of terror happened and when slanish was born it exploded out and then it just happens to stop yeah like at right Cadia, at the edge of Cadia. Because there's pylons there. It happens yeah. to stop. So he probably went around, like, all of Terror at one point, destroying every pylon he could find. Like, yeah. So that was a big thing that he did. Um, the other really big thing he did during his Crusades was he went around gathering relics. and uh, Powerful things, yeah. items. So, like, on his first one, he found the Demon Sword of Drachnia, which is, like, the craziest weapon in 40k. Like, maybe only the Emperor's Sword is better. Hmm. Like hard to say titan sword so Cal- calder dragon's <laughs> not quite comparable i have to peace out oh you're gonna okay. leave yeah. all right man 
just uh, thanks yeah. for joining. We're not yep. done. Tim's just gonna leave. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Peace out, man. Get out of here, you son I'm of a. Glad I can make it. To participate. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So in the in the fifth crusade, um, he captured relics. Right in the yeah. in the seventh, uh, that was the Ghost War one, where they like immediately dispersed yeah. after entering real space, uh, doing things, and they're presumably looking for Blackstone, more relics, yeah. or just like targets or whatever. But like, it's just reconnaissance yeah, at that yeah. point, right? Yeah, exactly. He could just be, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> So the 10th Crusade. Uh, he gathered the planet killer, yeah. right? That massive ship capable of destroying planets. Yeah. Uh, and then the 12th Crusade. Now, this, he didn't gather these during the 12th Crusade, but he used them in the 12th yeah. Crusade. I, I tried to find when it said he gathered them. I couldn't find it. I think one of but... them he gathered in order to gain the favor of one of the Chaos Gods. Hmm. Yeah. So they, they have books on these two, and we're talking about the Hand of Darkness and the Eye of Night. Mm-hmm. And they actually have two audio dramas on these. But yeah. Yeah, so these are relics that he could have potentially found during the 5th or the 7th or, yeah. you know, whatever. Who knows? Um, and Not the, us. We don't know. <laughs> someone does. Someone knows. Yeah. But basically, these two unlock the power of the Blackstone Fortresses. They're, they're essentially keys. So I was talking earlier about how Blackstones have two, two uh Active stages. and inactive. Yeah, exactly. So with these, he was able to activate the Blackstone Fortresses. Yeah. So... So there, okay. There's this thing called the Crimson Path, and yeah. the Crimson Path uh, describes Abaddon's journey from his first crusade all the way to his thirteenth crusade. Yeah. And in the Crimson Path, it does specifically mention Blackstone over and over and over again. Okay. So Blackstone is his journey to bring to rid the galaxy of all the pylons mm-hmm. and to bring the warp. And cover everything. That's like the Crimson Path yeah. is known for it. So the the question, I, I don't know, kind of that we went through earlier was like, like did Abaddon know what he was doing? Yeah. Was it his target from the very beginning? Or yeah. did he slowly learn? Was it shaped about things? I think it was definitely like a slow learn. You do? Yeah. yeah. Like, the, yeah. It's very possible. Like, I, 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 see, I see either. I, I don't definitely don't think he was ignorant, and this was all just coincidence. No, like, that it seems that would seem a little crazy if it was pure coincidence. Yeah, um, but there's something else uh, about the Black Crusades, and that's the prophetic aspect of it. Yeah. So we haven't talked about this at all, um, but there is a couple books, um, and these are literary supplements. So one is the. Uh, Liber Chaotica. <laughs> yeah, it's an it's yeah. an older book. I think it was written in like 2005 or something. Yeah, it's a very strange book. It is, yeah, and it details mm-hmm. actually the birth of corn. Yeah, and uh, among other things, it just also talks about like the how like old Terra, like before the War of Unification and everything, how they interacted with chaos. Yeah, and. Now, now anything you read in that book, yeah. I don't know if this was intentionally written to feel chaotic, but like. It's weird because it combines fantasy and also 40K, 40K. which are not, they're not in yeah, the it, same Yeah, like setting. it even mentions Sigmar yeah, yeah, exactly. in that book. Yeah, so it, it's very weird. So don't take anything in that book as canon, but it is interesting still. If Yeah, it, you, you could read it more as like a story. Yeah, sure. Like maybe like tales like told to like children or whatever. Sure. Like, do be careful or Carneth is going to come get you. <laughs> right, like crap like that. But yeah. it was also interesting um, because... 
there's prophecies about the Black Crusades yeah. within this book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, the other book, which isn't a real book, it's just referenced in the Chaos Space Marine Codex. Okay. It's called the Liber Malefact. Okay. So I'm assuming it's like a, a Chaos Bible. Sure, sure, sure. And it's just full of like profane prophecies. Like just the same way that, you know, on the side of good, they have their own prophecies and legends and myths. Why would Chaos not have the exact same thing? You yeah. know, why would they not have their own prophecies that they're trying to fulfill? Yeah. And I really like these. Um because part of me likes to think that Abaddon found these prophecies and he's just trying to fulfill them. Yeah, yeah. So he is kind of stabbing in the dark yeah, yeah. at these crusades because he's like, I'm just trying to do what the prophecy fulfills. <laughs> and you know what? Huh. That does make the 10th crusade make sense. C- yes, mm-hmm. yeah, because yeah, we get to that, that exactly. prophecy. Yeah, okay, so we'll yeah. run through the prophecies that we have. So we have one prophecy says, and the fallen will band together and herald a, one among them king. Yeah. And that is the first crusade and Abaddon r- raising himself above everyone else by claiming Drachnian that he found in a dream. Yeah. Another prophetic device. Yeah. So he definitely pays attention to them. Absolutely. He gives them like credence and power. Yeah. Right. And so he found, he finds Drachnian, he becomes king. Yeah. And the fallen are all of Chaos Space Marines. Yeah. And then we have the second one. The eye will close on the king of blood, and a fortress will rise to contain him. What um, was the second? The, the second Black Crusade the was the cursing of Corona. Mm. So that's like the – maybe that could be the eye. It's like blinding the eye in order to um, – oh, no, that one also had Tesseract Labyrinths with demons. <clears throat> yeah. So that's the fortress containing mm. him. Uh, and then it's the third, cryptic. <laughs> yeah, in the third, an age of apostasy, the wolf warriors bay and howl. Uh, that's the decor- desecration of Gerstal, the host of Talamon. Hmm. Uh, and then there's more in the fourth. Uh, so the fourth crusade, the quote is, in the fourth, insurgents, the horror will be spliced with fire. And that one is the devastation of Elfenor and the death of Cromark, the <laughs> destruction of the Grand Citadel of Cromark. Uh, the sixth, uh, the, there wasn't one for the fifth. Yeah, not so, all of them have one. Yeah, the sixth was, and men will bear their breasts and invite destruction to take them. Um, Abaddon brings the sons of Ai to heal. Oh, that's Drakarth's folly. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. that's the one where he, like, convinces his other buddy to come with him and then, like, ritually sacrifices and kills him. Hmm. <laughs> in or- and then takes, like, forces all of his men to watch, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, they invite destruction to take them. Yeah. Seventh, uh, for the seventh time, he came as Shadow. So that's the Ghost that's War. That's the Ghost one. War, right? Where he's like, is he reading these yeah. and trying to interpret them? Yeah, and yeah. he's just trying to follow yeah. what the prophecies say. So we don't have one for the eighth or ninth. But the tenth. But the tenth. At we, Medusa's walls, the Iron Guard will break. Yeah. So that's when he attacked Medusa for, for no, no reason. reason. But that would explain it. Exactly. That would. Yeah. yeah. If, because if, he's trying to follow the prophecies. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If you read it as he is just trying to follow the prophecies, yeah. the 10th makes sense. Yeah. Uh, for him as well. Maybe even him as he's planning it, he's like, fuck, like there's no reason why yeah, I would yeah. ever go to Medusa. Yeah. But he's like, I can't stop now. Yeah. Like I'm trying. Maybe for I him, he's even doing a ritual. Yeah. 
that it, it almost adds like to his character a little bit. I you agree. Know? Like if if that is, I hope it's the case because it makes his character. I, I like like the like he's so committed to the to the cause and to the prophecy. Like he's possessed by it. <laughs> Absolutely, you know? yeah. He can't yeah. give it up. Yeah, yeah. Like even the tenth, he's like, how like how am I even going to convince people to join me in this crusade? It's so useless. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, fuck. He's like, remember that time. Iron Warriors that the Iron Hand Ponerabo, screwed you over. This Iron Hand guy called you fat. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. what did it take for him to like make up a grudge? Maybe yeah. about it. So I don't know. It okay. And then we have the. We don't have one for the eleventh. Uh, at the twelfth, we have at the time of the twelfth, all things will be decided. And I think what it's referring to there is the fact that he got the Blackstone Fortresses. Sure. It was decided then that he would rip the galaxy in half. Sure, it's like the sure, turning yeah, point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If he wasn't able to gather them, yeah. the 13th would have had no power. Sure, yeah, yeah. Right? Would have been a different thing for sure. Exactly. And then the 13th uh, has the longest quote of all. And it says, 13 times shall the traitor, tring- <laughs> the traitor, traitor king go forth. In the end times, the iron fortress shall be cast down. Its walls breached and its gate forced open. Those that dwell beyond shall spill through it. The air shall burn and the ground shall melt. The demon shall lie down with the machine. Brother shall slay brother with fire and sword. And the sky wound shall pour its malice forth. The eye shall stare unblinking at its prize. And the traitor king shall cross the bridge of stars. He shall return to finish the warmonger's red work. Upon holy soil shall the fate of man be decided. Mm-hmm. Yeah, clearly just talking about pouring from Katie and destroying. Yeah, but also uh, the king, the traitor king could be Abaddon, but it, w- it also could be Magnus. No, I think that's definitely Abaddon. I think it's Abaddon too, yeah. but the, like it was a big deal that Magnus appeared after this. Yeah. And and he's normally referred to as the Crimson King in like prophetic things, but yeah. I th- also think it's Abaddon, but I could see the argument made for Magnus. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, like that's yeah, and that's from the Liber Malefact, which yeah. is quoted from the a, co- a Chaos Space Marine Codex. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's definitely very cool. It adds a lot to it. Like it just makes like it all so much more mysterious. Like why? Yeah, yeah. Like, I what, like that though. What yeah. was the I, ritual? I like the prophecy. Yeah, I, I definitely yeah. really like the prophecy aspect as yeah. well. Yeah, I, I like the fact that and then like he's so Abaddon is also like an extremely accomplished and very good tactician in general. Like he's not an idiot. He's very smart. So he's reading these and he's like, okay, like these are the prophecies. I have to try and fulfill them. Not only like trying to fulfill a prophecy, like offers its own weird paradoxes in and of itself. But he's (laughs) like, what if even completing the prophecy isn't enough? Like it doesn't really mention Blackstone in these prophecies. No. Right. But that was instrumental in him doing completing his 13 black crusades yeah. and that's the crimson path mm-hmm. and so he knows about the crimson path or it's another prophecy or another book and he com- he's trying to combine the two <laughs> and he's like i need the prophecies to match up yeah. with what i'm trying to do with the blackstone yeah, and yeah. he's like and maybe in the end it wouldn't have mattered what tool he had used yeah. Right. As long as he had followed the prophecies, everything had. Go- I don't know. I just. I Maybe. really like. I like the train of thought that this prophecy gives you. Yeah. It's also very chaos. Yeah. It's super like fits <laughs> in with how chaos works. Yeah. Acts. yeah. It is a like it kind of fits to like black the whole Blackstone component as well 
to m- many character arcs and stories like you you need a a magical boon or something absolutely that like yeah. it's like a tool or a weapon that helps you like, achieve your goals yeah first go through this struggle yeah, of yeah. finding these things and then you'll be unstoppable because yeah. your character was already tested yeah yeah <laughs> that's exactly yeah it's yeah. exactly how i see it yeah. he's a classic like anti-champion totally yeah, yeah yeah like everyone like all of chaos is cheering for him just like how everyone is everyone in the imperium is cheering for you know someone else and yeah yeah i don't know he's just trying to fulfill what he views <laughs> as his destiny and yeah yeah ah uh, i love it it's pretty sweet, actually. Yeah. So the 13th ended. Do we think there's going to be a 14th? We kind of talked about it last time. Yeah. Or is Abaddon now uh, content? So I think... Because you g- like Thanos. He's going to go and yeah. farm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, go, go start no, farm. <laughs> so the Crimson Path is done. Yeah. Okay. Um, Abaddon is done with the Blackstone, I believe. Sure. Like, not only are his Blackstone fortresses destroyed... Um, he still has one, I think. Does he still have yeah, one? Yeah, because one got crashed. The Will crashed of Eternity? And, yeah, and then the other yeah. one is still around. But that one is just, it's not nearly as powerful having just one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the Crimson Path is done. He's done with the Blackstone. But anytime he himself is going to sally forth in like a big crusade, yeah. I, it's still going to be a Black Crusade. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I think there, there will be. There are be... other uh, Black Crusades. Absolutely. Just Abaddon's ones. So. Yeah, we, yeah, we didn't talk about all the ones that Abaddon wasn't a part of. Yeah. Like, even like Dorn dies during one of them, right? Yeah. Like, some big stuff happens. Like, Angron yeah. does some massive Black Crusades. Yeah. And the, the 13th prophecy was the last prophecy about That's it. what I'm assuming, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, may, maybe it's Or not. do you think they'll write more? Maybe they add more. Yeah. I hope they end it. I hope mm. like they end the prophetic cycle right. and the Crimson Path and it's kind of the culmination and you know it starts anew. Yeah. Like it wouldn't be bad if Abaddon like after the 13th feels listless, directionless. Like yeah. he spent 10,000 yeah. years following these prophecies and the Crimson Path and now he's like what's my purpose? Yeah. yeah. You know, and now he's just raiding random planets doing random things. Yeah, like, but it's it's in like a despair for yeah, him. Yeah. It's kind of how it's, like there's a bleakness like he's, covering he's him. He's almost yeah, almost even looking like oh maybe if I go to this planet like I'll find the next prophecy. Exactly. Like yeah. Yeah. I kind of I view as like it's a crutch yeah for him. And so it would be kind of cool if like he's trying to find his next purpose yeah. and it like He's desperately hoping for some prophecy to yeah. take a hold of him. Yeah, so now he goes around the galaxy going just to, like, major battles because it's, like, maybe here's where my destiny actually exactly. is. Exactly. Like that. Yeah. I like that more than them doing, like, a 14th because, like we said in the last episode, the only outcome of a 14th is a crusade against Terra itself. Yeah. Anything yeah. else won't matter. But Not, you can't yeah, do the, a crusade the scale, against Terra. Yeah. Like, it's true. So... I like that, like, because then he shows up at, like, Vigilus because he thinks it's going to be an important event and it's going to actually provide some type of insight into it. Exactly. He's like, Calgar is here? Like, this is where I'm meant to be. Yeah, exactly. But it's not. Like, even that, like, is unfulfilling for him. Yeah, because ultimately he doesn't need Vigilus. Why would he need Vigilus? He doesn't give a crap. Yeah, yeah. It's a stable way through the warp. Why does Abaddon care about that? He just binds a demon into his ship. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Yeah, so it's kind of cool to think that. Um, yeah, now he's kind of just like trying to find his next purpose. I, I, lo- I am also a big fan of like lost characters. Hmm. Like you, like even my the stories I write are all like people who are suffering from like massive despair and lack of vision, and like I just I really like that aspect. Yeah. Of um. Of like s- story. 
Sure. So it, it's really cool to me to think about this like one he was on the top of the world, on top of the galaxy. Yeah. And now he's just he's got nothing. And it, it's <laughs> that it's the dichotomy of like from what you held to what you are now. How do you bring yourself out? Yeah. What's it gonna take? What are you willing to sacrifice to like leave where you are and gain something new? And I just sure. like using plots like that is so cool for me. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Uh, anything Woo. else on that point or I think I think I'm done there. Okay. So the next one is uh the meme of Abaddon and how dumb bitches be dumb. Ugh. Th- this meme's got to stop about Abaddon. Yeah. I mean, in true meme fashion, <laughs> all memes got to stop. <laughs> no. Fucking memes. Uh, no. Unless you true. eat that knowledge out of here. <laughs> you get out of here. No, it's just funny. So we post stuff about Abaddon and you just get flooded with fucking memes about how he's a <laughs> yeah, failure. Yeah. It's like, no, man. Like Abaddon is so good. Yeah, he's fucking crazy. Well, what's, what's so, hilarious, too, is that, like, uh, so someone was, uh, we posted a thing about um, how he took, uh, like, I, it was in our post about releasing the first uh, episode of this. Yeah. And I was like, oh, in the most successful campaigns that have ever, like, happened. Yeah. And someone was like, only took him 13 tries. Yeah, it's just like, you And I was like, idiot. that's not how it went. Like, yeah. all of these battles, and then, like. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, sorry, I've actually never read about the Crusades. Yeah. And I'm like, like well, why don't you <laughs> fucking learn about it before, before you start you fucking meme. memeing? So God. the meme's got to end because they're, they're so inaccurate. So it's very he, inaccurate. Here's where the meme started, and I get it. So for the vast majority of Abaddon's history, history like really up until well, five years ago. For the game, yeah. the 13th Crusade has been alive since the game began and been yeah. changing and altered. Yeah, and that's right? the one thing. So like... And a lot of the older. So crusades, for thirty years, he has been a failure. Y- yes, yes, and it doesn't seem like he's done much. He's r- done black crusades and he's destroyed planets in the black crusade, but they but, didn't ooh. have any real, real purpose. When well, now yeah. they retconned a bunch of it and they actually made it so each crusade, or as much as possible, kind of actually it has a pur- flow. Yeah, you know, it was destroying Blackstone. It was getting relics. All he was learning to- about how Blackstone works. Yeah. He's gaining the the eye of night and the hand of darkness. Yeah. So not a- only he's two going of them, to Medusa. Only two of them, <laughs> and even after the prophecy, really only one of, one them, of them is a failure, and that's the eleventh. The eleventh, yeah, where he just got flung out at the opposite end of the and galaxy. learned about Wog energy. Yeah, yeah. So it he's good. He's done crazy things abaddon is an amazing (laughs) general yeah the other one is abaddon the armless so the way this meme comes about is he used to have an old metal model and the arms were notoriously bad for falling off like (laughs) anytime they're so heavy yeah yeah now he's got a new model so don't fucking say abaddon the armless (laughs) he's got one of the best models in the game now we're gonna get flooded with memes (laughs) oh yeah yeah. (laughs) don't invite invite bad things or yeah, yeah, don't tell people to stop. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna. But yeah, like the, like okay. If you're gonna meme, if you're gonna meme him, yeah. do it ironically. <laughs> if you understand, <laughs> if you understand like who he is and what he's done, then you're like, geez, like the, the meme doesn't make sense, but it's still fun to meme. Sure, I like memes that make sense yeah. and actually have basis. Yeah, but like, like I like the Abaddon still, memes when they made it, sense. It was the one guy who was like, only took him thirteen tries, <laughs> and, and then he's like, I've ever, I never actually have, I have no idea. Call him out, fucking yeah, Cheeto lover forty two at, <laughs> at cord, cord general whatever. Like who knows? Yeah, but yeah. oh, it was just like, don't, don't at me, you know, <laughs> don't at me, you dumb, <laughs> you plebe. Yeah. yeah, learn. Yeah, 
Um, so that's my rant. Yeah. Memes. Um, memes. <laughs> Fucking love them. <laughs> so the, the final point we're going to talk about, <sighs> uh, and this is things we wish would happen more during the Crusades. Oh, okay. Uh, really, I didn't read these prophecies before because there was a couple. Well, I put them there. all together. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, so I wrote this question before. Sure. Because I was going to say, like, some of them just don't make any sense, like Medusa. But then... You're right. Medusa doesn't make prophecy, sense. It makes sense. So I would have liked every crusade to actually make sense. But they actually kind of all do once you include every little tidbit yeah. of information. If if you view it as a prophetic... this So the reason why I don't think the prophetic is canon, because those could be written after. Oh, sure. They could be describing what he did hmm. and not a prophecy. Because I, I was honestly, it's really tough to try and find um, those quotes in the Liber Chaotica. Sure. It's not quoted at what page it is. And that, that book is like 500 pages. And I was like, well, I'm not reading the whole thing tonight to try and learn where all these are. Yeah. So the 13th one definitely speaks as a um, as a prophecy. Yeah. Uh, you know, 13 times shall the traitor king go forth. Yeah. In the end times, the Iron Fortress shall be cast down. You know, it's speaking about things that are yet to come. Like yeah, future, I think most of them tense. have yeah. future tense. The they seventh use... one, seven, the it says, five. for the seventh time he came as shadow. Uh, like, you can still use past tense when talking about prophecy. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Most of them are in future tense. Yes. So. I, but I'm saying you could make the argument that yeah. it's... It's like a ballad describing uh, his journey after sure. as yeah, opposed yeah. to actual prophecy. Yeah. And I'm like okay with either. Of some kind or something. Yeah. I'm yeah. okay with either. I definitely prefer the prophetic hmm. yeah. aspect. It, ex- it explains the story a little better. If it, I agree. Yeah. 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 But and yeah, like I, at that point, like I wish I had the entire prophecy, like the Liber Malefact. Yeah. I would love to read that book. <laughs> but I, I'm also a sucker for like chaos stuff you like your dark rituals for yeah sure. you like sacrificing goats i do well <laughs> yes it's kind of a mess but <laughs> yeah well, you know once it, it just becomes a habit <laughs> yeah um yeah i don't have anything really like i think they've it would obviously be cool if like every crusade had like its own a little something yeah. like um more clear maybe because there's a couple where it's like the ghost war we can assume what he was doing but it wasn't necessarily clear but that's it's also kind of yeah. cool that it is not like well i, I was also going to say like so the the tenth one yeah the prophecy is at medusa's walls the iron guard will break yeah and imagine abaddon reading that and he's like no like what a dumb yeah like we can't like there's no reason to go to medusa yeah. and i like the idea of him him not even knowing why he's there. <laughs> and even in the ghost war, he's like, fuck, like it's a ghost war. Like, yeah, yeah. how do I interpret that to be reality? <laughs> like the ghost war could have been bought very differently. Yeah. Like it, when you and I both read, he came as shadow. Like we would probably think of different strategies and ha- ways to implement being a shadow. Sure. And so that was Abaddon's. I'm myself black. Exactly. That's Abaddon's interpretation of what it means to be a shadow. Yeah. Is to fight that war. Yeah. Uh, by spreading out. So it's kind of interesting to think like how how did he interpret these <laughs> and then act upon them? Sure. So I'm but I'm also okay with it not explaining everything. Yeah. Like that yeah, yeah. whole like. Medusa's wall like I'm okay with it being that and Abaddon just trying to make the best yeah of it that he can yeah it's cool I like it I like that they did what they've done all of it's good except for the fucking 
Fall Acadia part. Yeah, the Fall Acadia is tough. Saw some mad rambling, but it's, it's a tough. cool outcome still. So yeah, um, yeah, I think that's. Yeah, all I, I think got that's. To say. Uh, I think that's the episode. Yeah, yeah. we did cool. it. Wow, that's that's Abaddon and his Black Crusades. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's two, a two parter. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it was we were we're going through it and we're like we're gonna do a five hour episode or something. yeah we we're like oh we could we <laughs> put it in one and then we're no. like we can't put it in one no. yeah especially since like even the the 12th like we dumbed that down so or the 13th i mean we dumbed that down so much. oh yeah later. us us doing that little bit in the fall of cadia probably shaved 40 minutes <laughs> easily yeah. like, it yeah. was because dis- there's so much details like oh. literally and then these guys show up and then these and it's just yeah. like yeah, it's just, it's wild. Like, it's not, but. it's not bad stuff to know. I guess we should have, maybe we should have prefaced that, like, before we started that. Like, there is much more that happens in the 13th Black Crusade. Yeah. But honestly, we're, we're trying to pick out the important parts and the parts that swing battles. Like, yeah. you don't need to know the 50 million people, chaos cultists that Celestine killed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't need to know that. <laughs> like, you don't need to know, like, why Trazim was on Cadia because, honestly, it, that's a shitty plot device that they used initially. Yeah, yeah. Like, just to put him there. It's, yeah. It's bad. It's, it anyways. wasn't great. We did the best that we thought we could with it by, by turning it into a joke. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening. Join our Patreon. It honestly yeah. does a lot for us. Um, Check out the Libra Malleus project. Check that out. Yeah. Join us on our Discord, our Facebook, our Instagram. Instagram. Are we on Twitter? We, we are. are. <laughs> Join our Hot Topic page. MySpace. MySpace. <laughs> we have a, what's that? Um, Neopets. We got Neopets. We got Neopets. Going. Club Penguin. That's Bring right. that back so we can get on that. Roblox. Five star rating and review if you haven't already. Sure. You better. All that stuff. We're watching. (laughs) Yeah. But the big one's PayPal or Patreon. (laughs) Join our Patreon. Give us your money, please. It it means a lot. It helps a lot. Thanks for coming, guys. And uh, we'll see you next week on Lorehammer. Peace. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.